0: Who are these podcasts? They do a show about shows. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. <laughs> it's showtime.
1: WATP WATP Hello and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts. We listen to podcasts so that you don't have to. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week is Jen from the Jingles Department. Hello. Welcome back, Jen. Jen is on this week to discuss our experience going to Anthony Cumia's show uh, this past week. I'd like to remind our listeners you can visit us at whoarethese.com. Call the show, 585-612-1388. Email the show, show at gmail.com. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes, but then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be replaying my appearance on the Anthony Cumia Show. I was given permission to use the audio. Oh, boy. So, very exciting. We're going we're gonna to play uh, that appearance. We also have a ton of stuff to catch up on. Uh, I haven't been off a week. We're going to be talking about Rich Voss and what he's been saying about us. I have some clips on that. The Wicked Theory podcast reviewed our show. Okay. So I have some clips on that. Um, I also have Jim Norton and Sam Roberts talking about Opie. Yeah. And Opie's podcast. We'll be uh, doing that. And of course, we have an updated Opie segment that's going to cover Opie's trip to the Podcast Movement Conference in Philadelphia. We're going to learn a lot. There's a lot to learn today, there's a lot to get to. I'm excited to be able to play the entire appearance. Uh, we, We got a lot of positive feedback from the appearance on Anthony Cumia's show. It's unedited, except for I did take out a a segment where we were watching a bar fight video Mm -hmm. because it was a very visual element. I do encourage everyone to go to compoundmedia.com. Get a subscription. It's like nine or 10 bucks a month. It's not a lot of money, people. Get a subscription. You can watch the full video and uh, check out our appearance on uh, episode 673. And that was from August 7th, 2018. It was a show that featured... Carl from Who Are These Podcasts and Alex Jones were the two guests on the show. <laughs> yeah. That that was surreal. I'll tell you, um, the experience was fantastic. They were so nice to us. Dave Landau is my new best friend. That guy was so sweet.
2: <laughs> they were all very nice. They were
1: all very nice to us, very accommodating. And it was interesting when we got there. I was booked from five until six, so it's fine. The show starts at four. I knew I had an hour to kill. But then... We're going to get Alex Jones on here. Now, Alex Jones is in the middle of this big shitstorm yes. because he's been deplatformed. Everyone's talking about this. And now I'm on a show where they're going to be talking to Alex Jones. It took Alex a little while to get on the show. He was a little bit late to get on. And then it got into a very serious discussion. It was intense. It was this intense discussion about the Constitution and the First Amendment and the end of civilization as we know it. And Then they're like, all right, let's uh, transition. You'll hear it when I play the clip. I don't have the Alex Jones portion, just the part that we are on. But you'll hear them transition and and say, all right, well, I think we've been keeping this guy waiting a little bit too long. Let's bring on Carl. And that was a uh, weird situation to walk into. It
2: was a tough transition, but you did it.
1: It was a tough transition. So we went down to New York City. We spent a few days there. Um, We have uh, some family and friends. So we had a good time catching up with people. Met up with Emily Prokop from the Story Behind podcast. We did. She reached out, knew we were going to be in the city, wanted to get together. That was an interesting experience. We met up with her and her husband, who seemed to be pretty nonplussed to meet us.
2: Well, why would he be? To say the least.
1: (laughs) He was not as starstruck as I would have hoped. And uh, her her 15-month-old son... Ah, uh, he's a uh, huge fan of
2: yours, by huge the way. Huge fan
1: of mine. Wouldn't wouldn't shut up about it. I'm like, okay, I'm embarrassed now, that's enough. Right. But it was fun to talk to Emily. She was at that podcast movement conference down in Philly. She sent out a panel about uh editing, I believe. Yes. She does podcast editing for a living. So very nice. People know how I feel about editing podcasts, so we have a lot to talk about, Emily and I. And we did get some delicious pizza. They were like, this is the best Papa John's in Manhattan. You guys have to be at this <laughs> location and, and they were right. That they was, were right. That was really good pizza. So just some some thoughts. You know, what was your overall take on you know, going to Anthony Cumia's show, going to the studio? You sat and watched the whole taping of it. What did you think?
2: Well, first of all, it was surreal because we got there before Anthony did. Yeah. And I heard his voice outside the door, and when he walked in, I was like, oh hi. As if, As if he's
1: going to be like, oh, hey, Jen, thanks. Thanks for coming I down. Because I feel
2: like I know him because I've listened to him for yep. so long. And then he looked at me like, huh, who are you? Which is exactly an appropriate response because he has no idea who
1: I am. That's exactly right.
2: <laughs> but it was really great. And then I got to sit next to Bobo the entire time.
1: So if you're an Opie and Anthony fan, just if you're not, bear with us for the next 30 seconds. Because this was so exciting for both Jen and myself. We walk in there and there's a bunch of people there to watch the taping of the show. And we hear them talking, and I go, oh, my God, that's Stalker Patty over it there. It was
2: Stalker Patty. Stalker
1: Patty was there. Bobo showed up, which mm-hmm. I was so stoked about. Very recognizable guy. We saw Big A. We saw Eastside Dave. Keith the Cop we hug out with. It was, it was surreal. It was very exciting. It was really, really cool. To meet all of those people that we've heard on the radio for all of those years. You know, before I get too far into this, Jen, from the jingles department, you recorded a brand new jingle. I did. And I think it's appropriate, before we talk too much more about our adventure with the Anthony Cumia show, that we play our brand new jingle from Jen from the Jingles Department.
3: Victory lap, victory lap, Carlos take.
1: Nice. The new (laughs) Victory Lap jingle. I'm sure they use that quite a bit. I love it. I love it. Um, So I'll tell you from my perspective, I thought it went really well. I was very happy with it. I wrote down an hour's worth of notes to talk about. I came prepared like I do for this show. Right. Like, okay, I want to hit this. I want to hit this. I want to hit this thinking that it was just going to be, let's just let Carl take over my show for an hour. Of course that's not the case. No. Not even close. I mean, we talked about WATP for a while. And then Anthony, as he always does, like, hey, check out this video with uh, OJ. And, and let's watch this bar fight video. And let's do Rosie O'Donnell, Marching on Washington. And it was I got to almost nothing that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> wow. I, had, I had like a whole roast ready to go in case they asked me to review their show. I had all of these things. And you'll notice when I play the clips that I interrupted a couple times and took over a little bit because there were things that I wanted to hit on. But, uh, yeah, it was funny. Now I realize what an idiot I am. (laughs) I I came with all this stuff to talk about. I could have filled two hours of their show just talking about Opie and WATP and Stuttering John and, and Jim Norton, all these things. And, of course, that was not what they brought me on to do. They they actually host their own show.
2: That is true. Yeah, Anthony ex- Kubia succ- knows how to <laughs>
1: run a show. He a really need successful me, one. He doesn't need me to come on and, and fill time for them. Better
2: to be prepared than to not.
1: Yeah. It was uh, it was a great experience. We, we met up with some uh, other fans. Nicole, uh, who is in the band Gift Shop in New York City, she was there with her husband and one of their friends, and they were there to watch the taping. That was cool. We met up with them just kind of randomly at a bar and then hung out with those guys for a while. So we got to hang out with friends and and other Anthony Cumia fans. It was uh, just just a great trip overall. We went down to, we tried to get in the comedy cellar, but I was slow to grab us tickets. So we ended up at a show that was at the Big Fat Black Pussycat Lounge. I think it's the Fat Black Cat Lounge. (laughs) <laughs> something like that. It's <laughs> near the Village Underground, above the Village Underground, something. And we watch comedians do they have to be try they have to try out brand new jokes. Right. Is the premise of this thing. And we saw Dan Soder, Todd Berry, um who else was on that Nikki show? Judy Glazer. Yeah.
2: A surprise appearance by Judah Friedlander. Oh
1: yeah, Judah was there. That was interesting. Judah kinda bombed.
2: Well, I don't think he was following the rules. I don't
1: think he was following the rules at all.
2: <laughs> because the MC, whoever he was, I can't remember his name, but he was so funny. He
1: Will ca- something. He called him out. That was funny. Uh, so that was a good time. You know, really, just uh, aside from it being 100 degrees and smelling like garbage, we had a great time. Man, I, I had a hell of a morning. You ever take a shit so big that you wish you had weighed yourself before you sat down? I'm not going to comment on that. That's gross. All right. <laughs> Let's, <laughs> let's play the appearance on the Anthony Cumia show, and then we'll catch up on the other side with um, another Opie segment and all the other things that we need to get to. At this point, I think we've talked enough, right? Yes. All right. Until you punch someone in the fucking face,
0: everything's fair game. It's open dialogue, and uh, I, I don't like the idea that people
4: are keeping that from, uh, from other people. There. You know oh my soapbox. You know who I think we've been keeping waiting too long? I know, Now Carl. that you bring it up. Exactly. We're is, censoring him. He's a very funny guy. Mm-hmm.
0: Carl, come on in. Take a How seat. How are you? I'm
1: doing great. Came wow. in on a, a whiz-bang day with Alex Jones. Oh, wow, yeah. This is a lot of fun we're having today, right? <laughs> Yay. <laughs> the, end of the Constitution. What happened? The funny guy who makes fun of podcasts. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> What happened to the show where we
0: make fun of old uh, PSAs from the 50s? Right. Exactly. That's, That's the show. That's some fun show. We'll go, our second hour involves hilarity, people. <laughs> I mean,
1: you're talking about Back to the Future 2 or something. Right. You know, something yeah. like that. Something fun. Well, it's a brand new show right
4: now that starts right Perfect. now. We had okay. Joe Camel on earlier. I mean, we were discussing
0: we did. fun things. The dick and Balls, yes. Dick and yeah, Balls, I was... uh, Joe Camel. I, I must say, Carl here. Uh, Carl, uh, Heber- Heberger, Heberger, yes, Heberger, yes. All right, Carl, Heberger. Uh, who are these Heberger? pod? Heberger. It's Heberger, yeah, okay. It's uh, at who are these pod? I guess uh, casts couldn't get that.
1: You know what? I didn't set up our Twitter account, okay. I, I actually hate Twitter, it tried to get me fired. Yeah. So I'm not a huge fan. I mean, I hear you, my friend. friend. I hear no, you. Necessary evil, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish it wasn't.
4: I, I wish we know, just know. stop going
0: on. It's it. an unnecessary evil, really. When you think about it, it's based on nothing but people's narcissism. Like, like, like everyone feels like, oh, I got to get involved in this conversation. Yeah. I think everyone needs to hear what I have to say. Let me get this and threaten yeah. my whole livelihood, my family, uh, my job, oh, yeah. and you, and uh, my podcaster? reputation, just because I need to let you know how I feel about those yeah. people.
4: Six likes, and I have no paid salary anymore. <laughs> right, this is awesome. Right. Yeah, yeah. It all works out in the. End.
0: It's ridiculous. Why do we take this risk? I wouldn't take
4: a bet like that. And I've taken some stupid I mean, bets. I do it because I work here. But right. most people, I don't get here, it. Like, You're impervious. Twitter should be us three and Alex Jones. That's it,
0: yeah. And everyone else just fucking Ixnay. You're going to get fired. I know. You know? Why He's... are you saying stuff? Uh, Carl has uh one of my favorite podcasts ever oh thank you sir yes it's great. It is uh who are these podcasts now i've I've gone through all of them oh, and sweet. and I haven't listened to all of them, but i've gone through and the ones that i I'm interested in I listen to and they're all so well done you fucking guys the the and one of the biggest gripes I think you have on your show about other podcasts is the fact that there is zero preparation There's in no
1: format percent of There's podcasts. No preparation. No format. I gotta tell you, the thing that pisses me off about Opie's Show, and we didn't <laughs> we didn't even do Opie's Show until episode 107. We've yeah, done yeah. a lot of podcasts. Yep. Opie considers his show a hang. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's a hang show. It's like in the car with Carl. People want to hang themselves after they listen to it. <laughs>
5: exactly. It's a
0: hang. Look, Brooks. It says Brooks was listening to Opie. What kind of show format
1: is that? I'm just hanging out with my buddies. I do that, too. Gives a shit. That's it's not, not a, a show. First of all, it's so pompous. It's Think so
0: pompous. That, hey, man, I'm so good. That all I need to do is bring people on and turn some mics on, man. And now we're
1: fucking rolling. He said, when he had the afternoon show on Sirius, he said, we would go downstairs and do another hour on the sidewalk. (laughs) What? Do another hour? You're t- hanging out with your buddies? Everyone does that That's you're, not, not, you're not doing an hour, asshole not It's not a, a show It's a conversation
0: with your friends We would do another hour oh. He literally said he would do another hour
1: on the sidewalk And he would That's say hilarious. shit He
0: would say shit like that Like, oh, next time I gotta bring a mic down there Because that was gold And it's like, now you see what that gold is It's
4: not quite gold oh, It's Go like this with the gold Oh, my finger's green
1: What's the shittiest one you've
4: ever reviewed, do you think?
1: The shittiest podcast. We did a show that was about pickup lines, and this is, goes back a couple of years. They only did one episode ever, and it's the room of podcasts. <laughs> oh, they shit. do everything wrong. The recording equipment's not working. The two hosts are pissed at each other. It was just they didn't have any jokes. They thought it was going to be this hilarious show. And my, my, uh, my co-host, Kevin, at the time, was like, Carl, I, I don't know why we're doing this show. It's not even a real podcast. I'm like, this is the greatest podcast I've ever reviewed. <laughs> it's so bad, it's perfect. <laughs> it's amazing. It's called, like, pick, Bad Pickup Lines or Pickup Lines, something like that. You've done oh how many shows? of these? Okay. We're up to, like,
0: 110. 11, 110. Something like that. That is, man, you... you because <sighs> listening to some of these fucking rough, shows rough. are just... It's infuriating in a way that... You, you put on something, you try to have some type of format, you try to prepare, have some idea of what you're going to be talking about, and then you turn this on. And much like comics, we talk about comics, oh, when God. people fail in any part of the entertainment business yeah. th- and they hit bottom, they become a stand-up comic.
1: Right. <laughs> oh comics yeah. hate that shit. And yeah, that's t- what podcasting is. It, it t- totally is. That's exactly right. Yeah, because
4: a dude from a sitcom you hated is now taking yeah. your week at the fucking improv.
0: Yeah, and meanwhile, you're working at it and really doing what it takes to
4: become a stand-up comic. Not because you have a name that was attached to some shitty show. Well, and so many shitty comics around the country, like, I got a podcast, and then it's seven open micers talking over, over each, each other. Over each other, which is it.
0: another thing. Who? Because I, I was listening to, the, to your show, of course, okay. and it's like, I love... The things that really piss you off. Oh. And the over-talking is something that just is uh, infuriating.
1: Rule number one. It's rule number fucking one. <laughs> one person talks at a time. And they actually like that they're all talking over each other. Except yeah. this is a cool format. There, well, It's doing.
6: a
0: hang. Because <laughs> <laughs> Opie did it at one point. When you were critiquing Opie's show, I think it was the one uh, over at Bichetti's house. Okay, yeah. Mike Buschetti's house. And they're talking about uh, doing the show. Like, they're not even doing a show. They're talking about doing the show. And background people, and you guys are like, why isn't this edited out? There's an hour of that. You
1: don't have, God, It's not 15 minutes. Like, oh, that's cute. They left it in. There's an hour of them just walking around the house. This is my, this is my toy train. Is it? What are we doing?
0: I was laughing my ass off. It's like, yeah, you, you pre-record this. You hand it to a producer oh who then puts in uh, voiceovers and sound effects. He goes, why not cut the part out where you're talking about how
1: this isn't the show? The guy at one point goes, what's your Wi-Fi password? And Opie's like, oh, I should probably move this recorder away. Nobody realizes they're doing a show. Nobody there except for Opie knows that they're actually recording the a show. show.
0: Because all Opie sees is the clock. Yes. All right, how much time yep. has been recorded? That's a show. That's the show. We put <laughs> well, it what out. is it, an hour, it an hour and a half? Like, let's get, hit the, hit the uh, top of the hour? Well, then that
1: show, and he went over to Mike Machetti's house, gets interesting. Yes. Like an hour and ten minutes in, you guys played the YouTube clip yeah. last week, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. saw that. Uh, it came up for me as well, and I couldn't believe the equipment he was using. A Zoom H4n recorder. We were is left. that what that thing With was? With emphasis on the N. It's yeah. got yeah. – <laughs> this thing is stereo condenser mic. It's got an N yes. And so as he's moving it around, if you're listening to his show it's, in headphones, in. <laughs> I've never heard a show like that. It's garbage. <laughs> Why does he think that's acceptable? Why does Westwood One think that's acceptable?
0: I don't know if he thinks it's some gritty street addition to have background noise and hiss, mic hiss, and, and all kinds of other noise going on in the background, but it's not. You, you need some type of professional equipment. Open up that fucking That's cobweb bank account.
4: something, right? Yeah. That's why there's sound engineers.
0: Yeah, there are people that are supposed to say,
4: hey, that didn't sound good. Yeah. It's like when you watch a movie, you don't keep all the background noise of the city they're walking through. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to be able to hear the conversation. <laughs> did, did you guys hear Jim this morning? Uh, no, I, Jimmy, I was asleep. <laughs> I saw Twitter Jimmy blow up for some this. reason. Okay.
1: Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. It's good. Was it it's was good. it was it good? Yeah, because Jimmy first of all, he doesn't think that Opie's all that smart. No. He made that very clear. No, I, I think yeah. he yeah, I think, I think he said that smart, exact words. <laughs> but he was really taken aback by the fact that Opie came out and said no one's doing show prep, you know, talking about your show and their Yeah, yeah, no that's show the prep. thing that pissed me off. And everyone's just doing the old O&A formula, they're not trying to do anything new. Meanwhile, this guy's putting a fucking Zoom recorder on a bar and going, hey, guys, we're doing a show right now. Wow. This innovative. is a show.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's Amazing. saying we don't prepare, and we're doing the same old O&A format. <laughs> well, the O&A format was going in, having a good time, me and Jimmy laughing with each other, right. goofing on the news of the day or a lifestyle issue or whatever, and, and then closing up shop for the day. Right. What is he talking about? Look That's at all a pretty this. good formula. Look at all this. We have stuff that we talk oh. about. And they, they address
1: it's hilarious. who used to do the prep back in the day. Oh, my God. And even Sam, who's a little weasel won't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> even that asshole is like, I can tell you, Opie was not the guy doing any of the prep. He didn't do anything. <laughs> He's prep. not a prep guy. Opie would come in, he'd have uh,
0: the Daily News and the Post. He would sit and eat his fucking blueberries and yogurt that, that Kenny had to run and get him. Kenny, go get Oh jeez. And Kenny had to get him. (laughs) And then and then he'd read things and that was it. And then he'd put the papers away, and we would never hear anything about what he read in the paper. I think he was just looking at the pictures. (laughs) I don't even think he was reading. So Sudoku or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was playing Sudoku or Word Scramble or something. And it was that was what he did every day. And then we would get this prep sheet. That no one looked at. <laughs> that no one fucking looked at. It was, uh, I think one day, e said one day they just, or a week, or a month maybe even, they just gave us the same one every day. Let's see we would notice. See if we would
1: notice and go like, hey, this is yesterday's. We never noticed. Well, right? Jim brought up an example where you guys had Ray Liotta on, and Obi didn't know what to say to the guy. Oh, my God. How? No. You've never seen a movie he's in? You don't have anything you can right? ask him? Goodfellas, you, you could at least You've heard of Goodfellas?
4: You've probably caught turbulence as well Right, you don't even have to delve into Operation Dumbo Drop yeah, Which you should though
0: <laughs> You could just stick on fucking Leota in Goodfellas right. And have a complete interview on that Leota right. at one point goes over and goes Hey, are you sick or something? Yes! He goes, <laughs> are he you okay? He goes, oh, you're just being quiet over there. And Obie's just, oh, uh, he had nothing to say to Ray fucking Leota. <laughs> oh, wait, you see those Chantix commercials? Ooh, oh, my God. <laughs> hey, let me tell you about, I was smoking
4: two packs a day, and I... Uh, do you like my Ray Liotta mask I'm wearing
1: for the rest <laughs> yeah, of my life? Yeah.
4: Who is that under there, Ray? <laughs> that's how it was, I met Gary Shandling, and I know everybody is, you know, is blowing him because of the documentary. Yeah. But when I met that motherfucker, that's all I thought was he looked like he was wearing a Gary Shandling mask. Was he uh, all pulled Jack back a little old. bit? Yeah. And it was like an honor to meet him, but I couldn't get over his face. <laughs> I just yeah. kept looking at him like you did that to yourself. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of these celebrities do that. Look just, at Ray Liotta. Just fucking—he's a caricature. He. The, and why do they
0: put him in slow motion like that? He's of course on the commercial. He's on the set, and he's got his script, and it's like,
6: <laughs>
0: ah, I was petrified. He's moving his head slow, like those Traceba commercials. Traceba ready?
4: Ah. He's frightening. A, he really has had a weird career, though. Like, he was best movie ever, and yeah. then it's just kind of made, eh, and now he's on a TV show with J-Lo. Is he on a show? He's on a TV show. Oh, right. J-Lo. Yes. Oh, who, who watches that? I don't think anyone. I don't think anybody watches it. Some, I, I don't. It's uncomfortable. He's uncomfortable to watch now. He, he smokes his blue through the hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, Just takes Shanteks and shakes and sweats. So uncomfortable he to watch. night terrors. But, yeah, getting back
0: to, of course, the uh, Opie thing, he um, he didn't have anything to say to Ray Liotta. Right. I got to hear uh, Jimmy's show from nah, the I'll nah, listen when I good. get home. Jimmy, by the way, uh, I'm doing Chip's show tomorrow. And then Thursday, I believe he was talking about coming in here and discussing the whole thing that went on. Oh, uh, I, was,
1: I was half hoping that either Rich Voss would be here or Jim. Now the Rich show. thing, dude. Okay, <laughs> look, I know Rich
0: is so sensitive about Uh-oh. everything he does.
1: Nicole, who's here, I think suggested that we do uh, his show <laughs> or, or someone else. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what. It was. Don't
0: know who it was. <laughs> dude, it was hilarious, and I was dying. I'm sitting on the couch. (laughs) Me and my girl are listening to the the podcast you did about um, My Wife Hates Me, me. Rich and Bonnie's podcast. Great great show. (laughs) They... they... (laughs) Destroyed it, and all I'm thinking is, I know Rich. He's way sensitive about everything. How did I go on the
5: show? Was it okay today, Rich? You did great. What do you? Uh, I have some like uh, when we were talking about Israel. I had some good points, right?
0: <laughs> yes, you had some good points.
1: Well, they have not put out a new episode since we dropped <laughs> ours. And according to Bonnie McFarland, they're supposed to put one out every week. So I don't know what happened there. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, it was uh,
0: one thing I because I'm listening and I'm like, oh, my God, they are. They're kind of nailing this. <laughs> and I know Rich is going to be mad at me, but I, just Rich, step it up then.
1: Step up the game. Talk about show prep. Yeah. The first thing he says is, dryer oh, dryer's broken. I had to get a new lint
5: uh, trap. The lint trap thingy.
0: You
1: don't have anything to talk about?
0: It, what it sounded like, it, it sounded like they turned a the mic on right when a, a couple that's been married for a long time is in bed, and they're just ready to fall asleep, and then one of them has something they feel they have to say to the other. That's what it sounds like. With the same energy and everything. Right. It's like, I, um... Did you did you let the dog out today? Did you walk the dog? Yes, I walked the dog. I All right, sweetie. Good night. Good night. That's what
1: it sounds I wish like. Wish it was that short. It was, Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. So it. much but better. It would go
0: on and on and on the uh the golf score thing richard about 43 his
5: golf. on the back nine on the back 9 what are talking about and you just picture bonnie like cooking in the in
0: this kitchen going that's good hon <laughs> that's good like it this is a conversation it's supposed to be a conversation between two really good comics living at home together and and, and there should be some uh what do they call that Oh, jokes.
1: Oh yeah, right. Entertainment there be some value. Jokes right, yeah. in there. But for some reason they've I think they've gotten lazy with it. Well, it's not like there aren't 257,000 podcasts to choose from. So and it's fine. It just too. put out shit. People will find it and, and love it. That's and fine. That, and that's kind of competitive. Yeah. It's not easy to break through with a podcast.
0: It uh when, when this whole podcast thing first started, it was everybody just a free-for-all. Get in there with your little Nintendo headset on and try to do a podcast and then some cream rose to the top mm-hmm. and people became pretty good at doing it uh Adam Carolla uh oh, yeah. Joe Rogan you know these are guys that at least if you like them or not they know what they're doing they're prepared the equipment's good <laughs> That's that's half the battle right there. Half the battle. Have a format. Have some type of. Oh, now we're going to go to this segment. Oh, good. It's not just a hang. Right. Do something. If you notice, like this show is is different than Aaron and Gino's show. It's different. That's the format of it. Like, we, the format doesn't dictate that we have to do the same thing every day. But the feel of this show is different from that show. That's having a format. Right. You pretty much stick to being who you are and what you do. There's just so many people with nothing.
1: There's no they, format. They think they're hilarious. They go out to a bar. Right. They beers. They're hanging out with their buddies. They're right. all laughing their asses off. Oh, my God. We should be have a podcast. This is so funny. <laughs> And it, it was amazing when we first started doing the show. About half of them were people drinking while they were doing their show. Yeah, yeah. Because they think they're funnier. Of course, yeah. Only they're not a prof- funnier.
4: And remember, kids, only a professional can do that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there's really just one guy. <laughs> really, <laughs> just me. Hilarity can ensue when <laughs> drunk, though, for sure.
1: So this podcasting thing, I'm not part of the community. <laughs> no, I guess not. Obviously, I'm not, probably not well liked. Uh, we have a lot of negative reviews on our iTunes. Oh yeah, yeah.
4: Well, you, you piss a lot of us. you piss a lot of people. Probably roughly hundred and seven.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and the three listeners to those yeah, shows yeah, too. So yeah, yeah, it yeah, adds yeah. up a little bit more than that. They, they get pissed. Uh, they do. So I was just talking to a podcaster yesterday who went down to the podcast movement in Philadelphia. There was a uh, conference. Oh, Opie went there. And Opie went to. I've been yes. listening to Opie show. What the fuck? While traveling to New York <laughs> seriously. I, Opie was on a panel about <laughs> storytelling. Dude, I listened to that. It's <laughs> Did you listen to so that? So
0: painful. To have him being asked questions and then giving his his imparting his wisdom and knowledge on, on the people is sad. On storytelling? Yeah, he would he, he would he would talk about what it takes. Yeah. To convey an entertaining tale, <laughs> oh. to, to tell a story on on the air, or known as his strong suit. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, the guy has probably told a dozen stories, long form stories, on the show, and every time I'm sitting there like, when does this end? There's nothing going on it's here. It's not compelling. It's not compelling. You're not interested in how it's going to end. If there's any good story if yeah, I when may you tell You just wanted to stop as opposed <laughs> right. to end. If just... I may sit on the panel here and impart to you my wisdom and knowledge of storytelling, there's a dynamic to a story. It should have its its ebbs and flows and then a crescendo at the end. That's it. You can't
1: just keep rambling on. Seems to me like you're the expert, Mark.
3: Ah.
1: (laughs) Opie was at this convention and talking about how he can't learn anything from anyone. He's way too good to be there. He's telling everyone, I was a radio star in this market. Oh, he'll tell everyone that. Oh, he was. He'll show people
0: pictures and Google. (laughs) He Googles himself and goes, look, I used to be a star. In in a way where you're supposed to think he's being self-deprecating and ironic, Uh. but he absolutely means it. Yeah. He's going. Look, to I used to be somebody. Yep. I used to be somebody. <laughs> it's it's
4: fucked. And so where was this at again? The a podcast where was, it was the, in Philadelphia oh, for some, the convention. Yeah, there was a big a
0: podcaster convention where I can. Shocked only that's imagine. a thing, So right you right listened
1: after, to his yeah. show from there, right? Oh, yeah. I, I, I listened show. to. He was to complaining that. that no one else was podcasting. He was the only one podcasting. People yeah. are there to meet each other, learn things, like monetize your podcast, whatever it is. Yeah. He's sitting there with a microphone podcasting. The microphone inside a 55-gallon drum, It's right. like. Background noise everywhere. It's like, I can't believe no one else is podcasting here. It's like, yeah. why would they be podcasting here? It's a
0: schmooze fest kind of a thing <laughs> for Westwood One and podcasters and everything. Uh, one of the questions he was asked is, what was the difference between broadcast radio and podcasting? Oh, yeah. And he's like, podcasting is so much more intimate and it takes people longer uh, to get to know you on radio. They don't give you as much time on regular radio. And and I'm listening, just going, I've been here. This is one of his stories. <laughs> I, I was cringing that he was the guy they're asking uh, about like podcast knowledge. He
4: doesn't even have the right equipment. Even if somebody asks that question, they're an asshole. It's like what do you think? It's an FCC, asshole question. money. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty. Of, yeah. <laughs> well, my complete lack of money yeah. that I'm getting from this. I don't know why good. you can just podcast, you can't just be a broadcaster. <laughs> it's it's
0: bizarre to listen to him uh, try he to sponsors speak. now.
1: Oh, does You're he do his reads now? He does reads. Please get me.
0: <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll have it on the next show. I oh, my God. You. Is that awesome? Oh, Do you know any
1: of the sponsors off the top of your head? Yeah, there's a uh, mattress. Oh, shit. I can't think of the name of that. K- Casper? Uh, is it Which Casper? <laughs> it's not Casper. It's the uh, other one. We used to... Uh, Helix? Is that, is that a thing? I Helix mattress? Know.
0: Maybe. We used to have uh, the sales team come in and meet with us every so often over at Sirius and even at NEW and things. And uh, they'd be like, um, don't let Opie do the reads. <laughs> right. Anthony, please do the right. reads. If you notice, listen to any fucking recording of my entire radio career, I do all the live reads. Because, yeah. first of all, there's one, the most important part the ability to read. That I think, Jeez. as far as the live read goes, you have to know how to look at a word, pronounce it, move on to the next word. It's a crazy concept. They let Edgar do a live read. <laughs> right, right. Opie. Before Obi, they were they were always saying like, just Anthony, you do the reads.
1: So I got to bring up two other things that Jim said this morning that uh, that I thought was really funny. So Jim says, Opie, you're saying that we're obsessed with your show. Yeah. We just have a lot of fun making fun of you.
4: Yeah, and that's how I feel. It's I'm fun. not obsessed with this guy. I could give a shit. Well, your show has a format.
0: Well, right. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <Exactly>. <laughs> so that's just following the format of what the format you. Format of the show.
0: I I, I answer that one too because uh, I said I did radio with this guy for 20 years. If I didn't talk about more than a third of my life right on the air, like, and it was pretty much a handful of times. It was really until just very recently because of uh, your podcast and because of uh, the fact that he mouthed off a couple of times on social media and his uh, show. uh, Then we bring him up and then it goes away again after a while. But to say he loves thinking everyone's obsessed with me for how much that guy hates Howard Stern, loves Howard Stern, how much he despises Howard Stern, wants to so be Howard Stern. He, He tries to imitate him by doing things like that. Oh, they're obsessed with me. Oh, they, well, he wants to be me. <laughs> the,
1: that's the only thing they can do on their shows is talk about me. They talk don't have any other me. format,
0: that have any other topic. I've done a show
1: here for four <laughs>
0: years, four days a week. We rarely take time off. And even when we are on vacation, we put in other shows that yeah. we pre, pre-record. That's a lot of shows.
4: A handful, we even mention Opie.
0: Right. Like, it's all we talk about?
4: Really? 30 minutes the other day on 80-pound balls. Come on.
0: 30 minutes on the man with 80-pound balls, which turned out to be 100.
4: Yeah. And then we actually updated you that he had the, those uh, removed. That's an hour right there. We let you know. Right. Just a guy's an hour on balls. balls. Exactly. I could go to the – I could GD go for days play. on balls. I could
0: find things. How about uh, O.J. Simpson being a felon ain't all that bad. Please, what is this? I need to see this.
7: Uh, just some guy on Instagram caught up with OJ while he was hanging out. Caught up night. with OJ. Hanging out
0: where? <laughs> oh, it's a hang. It's just a hang. Hey,
4: it's me and OJ. End, I, that I would listen die. to. Yeah, I, would, I, listen to I would listen to that show. listen to OJ. Hanging with OJ? Yeah. It sounds amazing. Oh, that's a, an imagine amazing. Imagine hearing him over some static just going, and then she's just bleeding like a stuck <laughs> pig. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really remember the whole thing until my second year in jail. Opie <laughs> would be like, "Hey, let's go to the phones."
0: Yeah, yeah, Oh God. OJ, hold on, hold on, hold on. OJ, hold on, hold on. Snowy in Michigan, what do you got? Yeah, talking to um, the murderer, OJ. Oh, that's great. Oh my God, Opie. Uh, uh, quitted. You drank that grapefruit
5: beer. That was we got OJ. Yeah.
0: <laughs> let's uh, let's listen it's to so OJ
5: awesome. here. You know me. All of my people is felons. Come on, Ricky. You know I don't like that shit, but being a felon ain't all bad. You know me. All of my people is that's felons. It. Come on, Ricky. You know I don't like that shit, but being a felon ain't all bad. That's all he got?
0: <laughs> my takeaway is O.J. looks good. O.J. is that good? It's a miracle. He's chipper,
4: too. Right.
0: Yeah. He's it. Being a felon ain't all that yeah, bad. It ain't so bad. I got money. He got sc- a street cred now. He with wrote the, a book. With <laughs> some of his boys. That's, that's fucking awesome. How the motherfucker, yeah, looks good. When he was in prison and trying to get out and stuff, he couldn't walk. He could barely stand up. And now look at him. Oh, you,
4: oh, you, you, you dyed your hair black so I wouldn't murder you. I hit my head 47,000 times and then I killed a lady and a bus boy. <laughs> my pickings ain't as good as they used to be for potential victims. <laughs> oh, you bitches is fat. <laughs> I wanted to kill Anna Nicole Smith. He's holding court.
0: Dude. Yeah, I'd let him. Holy shit. He's holding court. People want to talk to him. He is so, he loves the public eye. Of he course. always has. And even after killing two people and spending years in prison for that kidnapping, robbery thing, people still want to
4: hang with OJ. I bet he got laid by one of those women right there.
0: Right out of fucking, yeah. Oh, weird, I probably yeah. went home with one How of them. weird
4: would that be? The door's just shutting behind you. It's you and him. <gasps> oh,
0: Where's all your cuddlery? <laughs> they, just, they just stash it yeah. away. I'll be right in, O.J. You just hear yeah, yeah. silverware being thrown away.
4: <laughs> so let's chop this thing in here. It's an ice bucket.
5: <laughs>
4: Do you have anything I could cut this with? Oh, no. We, we just have pudding in our house.
5: What <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a banana.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, fucking O.J.? Uh, Howard Howard Stern, of course, the king of all media and radio and everything. You did a review of Howard's show, you uh,
1: did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Howard's show is not as good as it used to be. I don't no, know if you did that. Not as good as it used to <laughs> be. Holy shit!
5: It's unlistenable. It's uh, unlistenable now.
1: It's so bad. I hadn't listened to a
0: Howard show in quite some time, and uh, about a week ago, I decided to listen to his most recent episode all the way through. Okay. Just listen to the whole thing. Um, it wasn't very good. It, I got some real genuine laughs out of it. Mm-hmm. There is, are some really funny moments. Uh, but for the
1: most part, wow, it just sounds tired. It's, it's almost as if they had a really funny comic on the show who left, and then they never replaced him with anything funny.
0: Huh. It's kind of like Interesting. yeah, a, a comic that was doing heroin. That, that might be
1: the one. Even when he was snoring on the show, it was funnier what the show is now. Oh, he would just pass out, and they would just mic oh, him yeah, up, Mike and him. it was hilarious. It's <laughs> almost like a guy got
4: half a billion dollars and ended up wanting to start uh, hosting a reality show.
1: Yeah, no sh-
4: and wow. mail in two hours a day, three hours a day.
0: Isn't it amazing when you've uh, made enough money to literally buy a 767 <laughs> yeah. that you kind of don't give a shit anymore? Yeah. I guess that that's what happens. Yeah, it takes the edge off. And when you have so much to lose, you you get afraid. Yeah. So you stop doing the things that really made you. Um, well, you
1: talked popular. about Marcy Turk. Yeah, her yeah. Influence because yeah. you probably met her being over at Sirius. Yeah, right? yeah.
0: The Turk. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she came in
1: as Gary's boss, right? She's like. Yeah,
0: yeah. She she came in uh, and took over the show. Like she, Gary ran the fucking Howard Stern show right. for many years. And they've had various producers and GMs and, you know, sure. bosses. Tim Sabian. Tim yeah. Sabian. Sure. Well, Tim got replaced by Marcy. Right. Uh, and they told him he was done. Marcy came in and cleaned house. Like not so much with personnel, but f- with, with content. And said, no, you can't have this person on oh, anymore. Yeah, Gilbert Godfrey, never heard of him. Gilbert oh, yeah. gone. No, never have any. Uh, uh, all of the whack pack have to have PC names. We can't have Gary the retard the anymore. Words. We have to call him Gary the Conqueror. Like this was all his way because when he was on America's Got Talent, it's really a flip. He, he wanted to be your Americana living room Howie, and it just. You know, but then he's got riding the
1: limo driver shoving shit up his ass every fucking episode. I don't want to hear about that either. This guy's seventy years old. He's shoving shit up his ass. That's (laughs) what we're talking about. They do an hour and a half on this. Okay,
4: gay. Get it? I don't know. I I, and when you walk away, that's what I don't get. Like, why do you want to fizzle out? He
0: can't. You th-
4: he's I mean, his... I'm sure he loves it. I mean, he, he invented it. He's I a pioneer. afraid it. of giving the reins over
0: to anyone else. He is the number one DJ. When you say, who's the, the biggest person in radio? Howard Stern. You say Howard Stern. Yeah. And it's not even that you like him or don't like him. It's just, it's a fucking fact. Yeah. The guy's huge. And he doesn't want to not have that anymore. And and that maybe some other guy, before he dies, he'll have to see someone else reach a point that no one will ever reach that point, by the way. Yeah, it's impossible. It was the right time, the right place, the right medium. There's too many other things right, right. now. You know, a, a hit show on regular TV used to get a 50 share. You know, uh, uh, half the Joe country Rogan is was watching. almost it.
1: the new Howard Stern, if you think yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it, all the big celebrities reverence. You go on Joe celebrities Rogan. Celebrities go on. He's the
4: modern day Carson for comics. He's the right. closest thing to giving you a nod that makes you explode overnight. Right. Exactly closest right. thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, wasn't that supposed to be
4: Marin? Like, wasn't Mark Marin's for a minute? He in? was like Obama went on Marin's. He
0: reviewed show. his show, too. I missed that one.
4: Oh, boy! After, oh, please. After Mark Obama, Barrett. though, it slipped because I think his right. ego got to like, Where do I go now? How can I be it bigger? It did, and yes. Know, yeah. But he was the go to guy for a long time,
1: yes. yes. But I think it was all about timing. He was one of the first podcasters who had a yep. name. He was mm-hmm. a celebrity beforehand. Yeah. So it's like, oh, what, what podcast do I listen to? Oh, this Mark Marin guy. Yeah. And then every other celebrity started the podcast. So
0: it made it kind of tough. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but he was the guy. And now Rogan does seem to be the one that will get uh, the celebrities. It's a must.
1: Roseanne was going to go help. on there. Yeah. That was, that was yeah. the biggest kill. She didn't. Canceled but the last Everybody minute. wanted Roseanne.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody wanted to watch that between the two of them. What was one of the big uh, problems you had with Maran? Because uh, I haven't listened to that so ever. Maran is in so self-absorbed. <laughs> He's a terrible
1: <laughs> interviewer. His show is an interview format show. Yeah. He doesn't do any prep. He just gives opinions about what he thinks about stuff and goes, "What do you think?" Yeah. It's what? a hang. It's a, it is kind of like a hang. Like, I hate the hang. He, he does. He doesn't seem to be all that interested in what the other person's saying. He's not a good yeah. listener. Interesting. Yeah. People will talk, and you can tell. He, in his mind, just going, "What am I going to ask him next?" <laughs>
0: uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I love your take on, um, on people that are ill prepared. It's, it's one of the greatest what about the stuttering John show.
1: That was. Oh dang, my I was God, surprised how by how bad that was. That I couldn't one. believe how Aside bad. Aside from that the opie just because
4: assumed. I have a vested interest.
1: <laughs> yeah, you thought it was going to be that bad? I just
4: assumed, yeah. But I, your, your. I take started
5: on listening that to that. And I'm like, thought.
1: this is a jackpot! Holy shit! It this was,
5: fucking guy. It was so
0: funny. Listening to you guys listen to the show—that's what made it so fucking funny. His when you
4: to be honest, that's how.
0: (laughs) Dazed every time John would bring up this uh, moment from his past when he was his childhood or his teens. Well, you know, Artie, you think I'm not a musician? I was was
1: playing trumpet with fifth graders,
0: and he was—he wasn't kidding. Wasn't kidding. He was talking about how you know I—I was a musician. I—you know—I was an actor. I was in a school play in the second grade and the teacher said that I did the best job and had a future. And then they would just play (laughs) glory days. It was, I was laughing my ass off. The anticipation of waiting for glory days when he would be telling another story of his youth. just get the riff. It was so
5: fucking funny.
0: And John meant it. He's like, he's talking about his elementary school and junior high school accomplishments in entertainment like...
1: This should be the shit that launched him to start up. Clearly people know me as Stuttering John when, in first grade, I was in this play.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, because he was trying to say like, well, of course you are can play a character when you're fucking six. You don't have a personality <laughs> yeah. yet. Why do you think child stars are so interchangeable? <laughs> Jesus Christ, their assholes are all. Yeah, bad. that's true. Yeah, they need a fresh one. Terrible terrible joke. <laughs> if it all, if, this if one's was a, a joke. quarter round. I need a dime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and uh because John was. Using his show to address Artie Lang.
8: And he you. talking yeah. Yes, yes to it you was too.
0: both of us, yeah. But when he's like, oh, really, Artie? He's talking to Artie through his show and saying shit like, um, I didn't need the Howard Stern show. I, w- I was doing music before that. Because like, Artie had said, if it wasn't for Howard Stern... Uh, Stuttering John would be pumping gas in yeah. Merrick or somewhere. Which is accurate. <laughs> absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> Actually, I, you're giving him credit for pumping gas. he yeah. probably be robbing a gas station. <laughs> I'd bet $20,000. 000... Stick him. <laughs> put up your hands. <laughs> 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 One of Artie's greatest bits is the Stuttering yeah. John stutter and then the longer line. I, I, I'd bet $20,000 Artie has not heard that podcast.
5: Oh, I bet you absolutely. <laughs> He could
0: give a shit unless Whoa. his dealer was blasting it yeah. right. then he might have heard oh, I'm sure he's doing fine no. he's doing great honestly the only I appreciate why, jokes like that I
4: heard the podcast was because of his podcast I didn't actually sit down and no, listen to it no sit down and listen first. to it oh no yeah. it's
1: terrible yeah, it's so funny and, and then he addressed that we made fun of his show yeah on the next show and then he calls the president <laughs> what the fuck is going on right now yeah. This guy's talking to
0: Trump. He fucking got a great bit out of it, but it went nowhere. It <laughs> was the worst prank call like, in the history It, it went calls. nowhere. He, he should have done something to try to trip him up. He just addressed – I think he said exactly what that senator would have
1: said. Well, not coherently. Right, but right. He, he tried to. Right, you. Hey, you, hey, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Trump, uh, uh, you know, this justice, you know, we're it's gonna, it's the children. Is this the, the –
5: is this the is this the commander in chief? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the children are being locked up at the
0: at the at the at the, the, the line at the map. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that really
1: wasn't a... I wish he was that funny. I know. He's not even that funny. It was
4: just a guy, guy who got intimidated once he got on the phone with Donald Trump. Yes, That's all yes. it was. Was and a look, guy who... A lot of people would.
1: Yeah. That's a I
0: fucking... I certainly would. That's one of the ultimate prank calls right there, That's but... he's known for. I know.
1: Is right. Face-to-face with celebrities and saying ridiculous shit. Yeah. Right? That's right. why he's famous in the That's first... why movie. he's yeah. famous. He and should he be able fucked to... fucked it up. He couldn't have fucked it up worse. It's so embarrassing. And then as soon as they got done playing the call, which was nothing not fun or interesting. He starts doing a victory lap around the fucking studio. Oh, I thought to the Trump! I thought to the Trump! What are you celebrating right now? Yeah, why? Was that good?
4: Oh, well, and the God. only reason why it was picked up was because of all the news sources who hate the fucking president. Yeah, yeah, Otherwise, yeah. it would have been <laughs> completely yeah. ignored. Yeah, the fact that they put him
0: through, that he got through all those channels, you know, that's newsworthy, but it's the also terrifying.
1: Terror, it really is that <laughs> stutter. Yeah, yeah, launched the launched the launch Newcomb. <laughs> so, And I, I just want to tell you that i um, really glad you found the show. We base it on love Jocktober. It. I love it. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah, a my thing you guys is, ever did. I loved doing Jocktober. It, it was Jocktober and this other show called No Agenda, where they play clips from news media and they analyze it. So I tried to take a little elements from both. So very excited that you found it. It's great. Bobo big-time me today. I'm in there uh, talking. Uh, and I'm like, hey, Bobo, I'm a big fan. He so can't be fucking bother with me. So, uh, whatever. Uh, Bobo, what happened? I have a lot of fans. What happened, Bobo?
0: You got I your I mic didn't over there. I didn't Get that mic. Was... Get that mic next to
5: you. I didn't realize you were speaking to me.
1: Oh, you didn't oh. realize you we're the only two
0: people in the room. Oh, well, At <laughs> the time, I, I, I thought you were talking to yourself. <laughs>
1: Right. Anyway, Bob I'm a big fan I'm really excited to see right, thank, you thank, I was hoping you'd be here thank, I thank, love you on the chip Chippison podcast thanks You're fantastic thank, you thank want to plug you you want to plug your uh,
5: album yeah yeah I got an EP available it's a so, an EP that has a couple of songs of humorous nature that's <laughs> available at it's available at <laughs> lobo. No, you it's available at lobosound.com slash bobo lobo
0: sound. It's really enjoyable. I know. I've listened to it. Yeah, Uh, it's there. It is. It's fantastic. And if this doesn't tell you the uh, where entertainment is at in uh, this country, nothing will. We're at the point where Bobo has an EP out. How is it doing, Bobo?
4: It's doing good. The numbers are slowly going. The, the sales are going up. Numbers. He sounds like Opie. Yes.
0: Numbers. <laughs> We're hearing a lot of good things from management. They're really <laughs> liking what's going on right now. They're really liking the direction. <laughs> this is the greatest thing I've ever done in my entire career. <laughs> Ugh, shut up. Ugh, what a douche. Uh, and Rosie O'Donnell was um, uh, protesting outside the White House. This is hilarious. I don't know if this was done on purpose, but Donald Trump decided to stay in Jersey. During this whole protest, where
4: Rosie came up. Oh, really?
0: She was in front of the White House and gonna be, you know, hey, fuck you, and everything. And Trump wasn't even home.
4: Yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, oh. use of her time. Well, Rosie's yeah. kids all escaped from her home.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta chain them up at my house because they hate me with my painting. Look, another one, Trump criminal. <laughs>
0: Oh, here's my other painting. Did Good, she... Rosie. That's
5: Rosie, that's so nice. Yeah. The painting calms you. It calms me. Paint <laughs> hey, the president. Oh, Look at shit. this one. Liar. She showed up. Liar. <laughs>
4: Good, Rosie. I bet you she got off a bus and just acted as erratically as her movie, too. <laughs> just like,
5: meh. Oh, my house. man that there. Man.
0: <laughs> Ugh, you dump oh she is a big dump uh so she was there and of course to uh, liven things up she brought some broadway stars with her oh ooh, yeah here we go oh my god hi i can't is tell you could I you pause for a second i cannot tell you the joy i get watching donald trump graying every fucking one of these assholes hair oh yeah in a matter of months these fucking nuts that are losing their mind over Donald Trump. Their hair is turning white like they gazed upon the burning bush. Her
4: and Michael Moore to the left.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but they're all just getting, there's going to be this generation, this older generation of people with stark white hair. Yeah. And they're just going to go, wow, what happened here? Trump.
5: Trump. Even uh, when
4: I die it just hurts white. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it just looks like cobwebs. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs>
3: you, baby. Hi everybody. How are you?
4: I just watched Tarted. I just watched Exit to so Eden so I could to be better. We're be here at
3: the Kremlin <laughs> Annex.
4: The Kremlin Annex.
3: On night 22. How many
7: I and been, we're going to keep you know, coming uh, back
3: until he's out.
7: Well, you're going to be here a
0: long time. <laughs> At least another so
3: 2024. I a friend of mine, right here Can I leave?
4: <laughs> No, oh, honey. <laughs> I Why said adopted to him, you? "I'm off on Monday. Can we get
3: a bunch of Broadway folk to come down and sing something inspirational
0: uh, for these amazing
3: people who've shown up about. here?" Mm.
0: To bunch of flamers uh, uh, dancing and singing. And his administration
3: <laughs> and everything they've done, especially also, since Also, not working sing right now. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> or or they So Seth got together a bunch of uh, singers and some musicians, and he even has decided to let me sing. Although,
4: what are they
0: spelling uh, out have there? I don't a
3: solo. Oh, God, what is this? Like they
0: pop up uh, their tweets but we have or a bunch of songs comments ready, on the video. And we have
3: some of the regulars from uh, the protest every night who are going to come uh, up and talk in between. Oh. And we hope to give she you a nice little food. show and remind you that, that? your Hashtag voice is important. Food. Whether it's here in Washington, D.C. <laughs> or in the town where you live, oh. let your resist voice adoption. be heard. Resist adoption. Help those kids and out. Let- Jesus
0: Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing says fun like an accordion. Like
4: no <laughs> a yeah, that's true. Fucking that accordion. We are. Alive, awake, accordion. And we are yeah, I've been here for we 21 days with away. a cello. Look at that. Yeah, <laughs> <A paper. laughs> good.
5: Silent.
4: Could everybody bring the, the most inconvenient instruments <laughs> to the oh, rally, a please?
5: Sign,
1: ladies. <laughs> <laughs> church bells, really right. a <laughs> <for> being
5: They're <laughs> gonna Thank do a xylophone <laughs> solo.
1: <laughs> it's Stuttering John. Carty, if
4: you bring, make your guitar even humorously large, acoustic. Uh, does she do? they sing? Do they
0: Patriot, do something? A young
3: woman in her 20s, named reality winner, she wow. is currently the only person serving time. For telling about Russian hacking Telling about Russian She fucking prison, leaked confidential And it's a story that mainstream media has not covered She's a whistleblower and she de- deserves uh, our attention And the she story, blows something. our respect yep. Reality winner is not a made up name Also
4: today I broke her her a Wendy's name. toilet And look who's in the White House I want to apologize
3: And look who's in jail Let's hope that they swamp places very soon
0: What's, What is she talking about?
3: Has
5: anyone seen my daughter? She don't like me too much right Away flat, from home well, How Can long ago? Down? Eight years Alright, I'm
3: getting down She has a restraining and order the Secret Service For not only tonight For every night And the Parks Department Thank you very much The Parks Department and Secret Service for You protecting know, Jeffrey us. works for and the Parks everyone Department here And everyone in this Jerry, country, frankly the Cousin Especially Jeffrey Especially those who need protection Here we go Yes, here we go right, right now Take finally. it away, Seth
5: Windbag
6: one, two, three. Oh, you
5: Look at Rich Voss, Voss playing the fucking guitar. Gosh, I've given up on Four my podcast. My <laughs> <three laughs> car made fun of me, so now I'm playing with Rosie. He looks like Elvis Costello with pancreatic
4: cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that guy.
9: <laughs> he does. Uh, <laughs> he does. <laughs>
0: oh, how ironic they're singing America. Hey, that's that idiot from, uh, what was that yeah, guy? Richard Karn or something? He was in... Uh... Oh,
4: yeah, that dude. He's in right. every. Wasn't he Spin City? Spin yeah.
0: City, that's yeah. the show. Wow, star-studded.
1: He's third row. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. The, the no. second most famous guy there. He's <laughs> yeah. famous enough to bring up front. <laughs>
4: oh, my God. Yeah, these people are not working. It's it. like the retard oh, yeah. we are the world. That is. All right, now you all get an ice cream. From sea to shining sea. One of those seas is rosy.
1: <laughs> and it's the bigger one.
0: Oh, yeah. From sea to giant sea.
5: <laughs> Let's see what else we can spell with the treason. Sun. Ah. Uh, Ron. I I wanted you
4: to spell seasoning.
5: Seasoning. (laughs) Uh, Wrap on. Raisin, it says (laughs) raisin. Double dong, dildo. Oh,
0: my God. (laughs) Wow, they're entertaining the tens of people. Oh, here we go. We're going to fucking rock it up a little. (laughs) Jesus, oh my movie, I, to walk Broadway up its fucking ass Can I go now? Right? <laughs> uh, is this being directed By Christopher Guest? He's got Paul's <laughs> gonna review This segment of the show On his job What the fuck me. And then he started Playing this bullshit I was very sad. Broadway <laughs> crap I'm Never right, doing it again jokes. I was ripping No it was fun <laughs> For just a second <laughs> and
4: now we gotta listen To this shit Tony Award <laughs> shit Look at Fat Rosie there we go. Oh, look at the girl in front of her. Just this is her
0: moment to shine. Wow. Oh yeah, she's so into it. By the way, uh, is Trump after this happened? Is he still president? Or did they? <laughs> no, him how, does out? Oh, how does that work? How does that work? not good enough? Did they then? Did they drag him out and? Uh did they sing good enough right? Did they sing well enough to just have him not be president? They would have hit that anymore? harmony. He wouldn't be president anymore. Damn it.
4: Broadway Alex Jones is to the left oh, of Rosie. Think, yeah,
5: yeah, here We're we gonna, go.
0: Doing that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sing something from Les Mis, ladies and gentlemen. A uh, story about revolutionaries and globalists. <laughs> so they can shove it up their fucking ass.
4: <laughs> I got one called "Globalists Can Suck My Cock."
0: Globalists can suck my cock off the original Broadway cast of Rent album. One, a two, a three. Uh, uh, uh. I just exchanged roommate for globalist. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Second.
4: The seconds is all about what's rights are being taken away from you. <laughs>
6: uh, uh, uh. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's fucking fantastic. Uh, well, twenty-second day of the protest. Godspeed. Uh, keep going. Good luck to you. Good good luck Is to you. Still the president. Can you fucking yeah? He's gone, right? I yeah. think he's probably still. As a matter of fact, he's your president. He's the president of the country you all live in, and funny and would sing, it be though if
4: that worked. <laughs> like, yeah, <I'd, laughs> uh, we uh, we never had thirty people singing with accordions, singing with a guitar. <laughs> a, we have
0: uh, AIDS, Elvis Costello. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we gotta. All our right, he's out. out.
1: If we had just known that this oh, yeah, type of protesting yeah, is yeah, what works, work.
0: this is what does it. <laughs> Where were they then? <laughs> Protesting, <laughs> just stop it already. Protesting has become a thing like calling someone a racist or homophobic. It's just been done so much that none of it means anything now. It's too much. Oh, we're protesting. That are you? Who who cares? Who who came out? What did it change? That's Shut the up. truth.
4: Is like you don't make a difference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't make a difference.
0: <laughs> like, your voice. And that was like <laughs> it that nothing. was like when the only way to have your voices heard was to protest yeah. Yeah. and the news might come out usually they didn't but if they did you got some attention to your your cause and that was kind of good enough now every fucking dope in the world has a voice and can do- so your protest means nothing now it just—it's ineffective. It's like a a flyer under someone's windshield wiper to say, "Come see my band."
1: Oh, I love. <laughs> it's just here not you throw th- this away.
0: my right? <laughs> I remember my brother giving me stacks of flyers. Me and Joe Curry. All right, you get the cars over here. You get the ones over here. Again, I was like, "All right, Joe. All right." Yeah. <laughs> right in the yeah. garbage. Yeah.
4: Nothing makes you feel Let's better. Go grab a beer. Just seeing your dreams littered all over a parking lot. Yeah, yeah it's. But,
0: I'm not gonna <laughs> fucking sit there. Not knowing whose cars I'm fucking. Yeah, I'll put some in the handicap section so this old lady will come see Rot gut. Get out of here.
4: <laughs> and everything on Twitter, the same thing. I've seen that for our show and stuff, where it's like, yeah. nice hate speech, faggot. Like, hate what? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what side are you on? Uh, uh, you
5: just want to be mad.
4: <laughs> it's fucking
0: ridiculous. Oh, yeah. uh, I would love to hang out here all night, but uh, I have a train to catch. Uh, Carl Heberger. Anthony thank Coombea. you so much. Who are these podcasts? It's uh, hilariously funny. Go to whoarethese.com. There's a, a whole list of shows that they have reviewed for quite some time. How long have you been doing this?
1: We've been doing it for two and a half years. Two and a half fucking years. We have a, a rotating list of guest hosts. Anthony, would you come on and be a guest host for an episode? Ooh, I would love to. That's amazing. I would absolutely love be, to. It can be any podcast. I can pick it. You can pick it. It could oh be Opie Radio. Whatever you want to
0: do. That is fantastic. Well, we'd have to do a little clip at the end of of Opie, but uh, okay. Well then, I would. I like how you're adding in little <laughs> clips at the end. Yeah, you have to do. I, it. You I have fucking, to now. I love it. I love Fans it. Demand it. Yes, let's set something awesome. up and do that. Awesome. Uh, I'm, no, I'm i I could probably get. Where do you broadcast from?
1: I broadcast from Rochester, New York. Roch.
0: Skype. Probably. No. You know what though? I I'm probably going up there for the book uh, signing. Oh, okay, We're doing great. a couple of those. We're setting those up. I got shit coming in already from uh, a couple of bookstores, the one here in Tribeca, the one over in Jersey.
1: They're all like, we would like to invite you to come to a book signing, well, to do a book signing. Do you know you Mark and Molito from Comedy at the Carlson?
0: They no, have, I don't.
1: Oh, okay, well, they have a whole studio over there. Oh, awesome. So if you're coming into town, we can.
0: Try I will to- let you know because I would love to sit in It'd and awesome. uh, do do one because that's fucking it's, it's an fun. awesome show. It's a lot of fun. It's fun. It's one of those podcasts that you. It's a. It's a. Each one is a one-off. Yeah. Like there's a, there is isn't you don't have to know the people. You don't have to get to know the. It's them fucking just dissecting a uh, podcast. And like I said with the opie one, it is like you. Fucking mind melded, like a Vulcan mind meld. Pulled everything I've ever experienced having that. to deal with him, and you know, because I've sit there. My girlfriend will tell you she's yeah. like, I'm sitting talking to your podcast. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh my fucking god! Exactly! It's amazing. Like a mental patient. <laughs> I love That's it. Amazing. Thanks so much, Carl. Thank for, you uh, very coming much, and, and, Awesome. And, uh, and oh, your band, sure. uh, the Isotopes. So isotopes.com. The Isotopes.com.
1: Check that out. We're an instrumental rock band. It's a lot of fun. We have go-go dancer. We have
0: a Uh, Accordion? I
1: was just going to say. I have an accordion. I'm (laughs) starting to think. No way you could get one. (laughs) She's right in front of the
4: uh, White House right now. Uh, very cool, man. Awesome. Thank you so Thank much. You. Dave, uh, why don't you let people know where you are? Uh, this Thursday through Saturday, I am in Myrtle Beach at uh, the Comet... Fuck, some club. Carolina Comedy Club. You are the worst. Of I am the worst yourself. with plugging myself. I don't myself. know why. I think it's a mix of insecurity and just not giving a <laughs> fuck. This Thursday Dude, through... combo. I know, right? Uh, this I'll try it again. This Thursday through Saturday, I'll be at the Carolina Comedy Club. Sunday, I will be in Bud Lake, New Jersey with Artie Lang, Reverend Bob Levy, awesome. Joe Conti jjcomedy.com and then next week i will be at the improv in denver colorado
0: very nice go see dave it. landau he's very very funny it. on stage uh and here mind you and uh tonight oh my god 7 p.m east side dave mcdonald i think i saw him over there i see big a out there i see all the the cast of characters from the east side dave show uh it's amazing they're like their own broadway show Uh, they go outside, they take pictures with each other, jumping around. It's a very friendly show, isn't it? Uh, Eastside Day McDonald and then Nightshade with Michael Malice at 11 p.m. We rejoin you back here at 4 p.m. tomorrow. Please rejoin us. Thank you. Have yourselves a pleasant evening.
1: W.A.T.V. All right, we're back. So that was pretty fun. Yeah. That was that was a good time. We got a lot of great feedback, as I mentioned, on Twitter, and it definitely boosted listenership to WATP. I posted on Facebook and Twitter a screen grab of the iTunes ratings and showed that we were a number of, of spots above OP Radio, which is pretty ironic.
2: Well, I don't think it's that
1: ironic. And it's it's so funny because... <laughs> We're getting all this positive feedback, great appearance, you guys did a great job. And then um, I post this picture, and I get a response on our Facebook. Thank God, you know, somebody's shitting at us still. Oh, good. From uh, Arnold Sullivan, who says, post your ranking in two weeks when all the hype dies down. Even Ants fans know you guys suck. (laughs) So, I thought this was funny. I'm Carl from Who Are These Podcasts. I'm not Opie, a celebrity radio star for 25 years. Right. I agree. Two weeks from now, we will not be ranked higher than Opie Radio. No, we won't. I don't expect that to be the case, dummy. You, you, you think, stupid? I know that this is just a fucking flash in the pan. I'm well aware of that. In fact, I think uh, Rich Voss talks about that, which I'm going to get to in a minute. Talks about my uh, my time of, of this notoriety. You're just riding that wave. We'll be short-lived, for sure, uh, which is understandable. So, why don't we get into that? Because where we left off last week was... We listened to My Wife Hates Me, the podcast with Rich Voss. Two and weeks ago. Bonnie McFarlane. Thank you. Two weeks ago. It wasn't a good show. No, it wasn't. What was interesting to note was that after we put out our show, they didn't put out a new show for a little while. I think we talked about that with Anthony.
2: Yes.
1: They actually did just put out a brand new episode last night at 1230. Today is Sunday. They put one out 1230 at night last night.
2: So... Is it improved?
1: Well, this is what's funny about it. You know, Rich can say all he wants that I'm an asshole and and fuck this guy. But obviously they took some notes because listen to how the show starts off. This is from last night. My wife hates me.
10: We are uh, finally doing our podcast in a studio. We have one guest now, uh, Katie Hadigan.
3: Hello. Wait, you guys know each other, right? Kind
10: of. From Roast Battle. Well, let me She's one I of your girls. Started? Did you know you were can one I get of his? Started? Girls? Oh, no. Can I get started, please? <laughs> what? And then we have another Starting. guest coming up. But we are trying to start. We want to start doing the podcast in studio because we've done probably 325 podcasts from our dining room with no guests, just Bonnie and I speaking. Wow. And we've run out yeah. of things to say. So what we're no, saying we're, is, are going to be Katie, fair, we you're ran gonna out have of to carry this. Okay. What we're saying it is. It feels like a lot of pressure, but I'm. Yeah. What we're saying is we <laughs> yes. ran out
1: of stuff. How funny is that? That's good. It that is good. They're, good. They're learning. They're learning. They, they listened to our review or maybe they heard people tell them about our review and they realize that, oh, yeah, we could put out a better product. Why don't we do that? And like, I applaud them. They for should.
2: That. They're talented people. They should be putting out good material.
1: Just by happenstance, Rich Voss is in Rochester this weekend at the Comedy at the Carlson, which is a, a great, a great stand-up joint. They do a podcast interview show with every comedian who comes into town. Vinny Paulino, who's been on this show before, who's been a co-host with us, hosts a show called Comedy at the Carlson Cast. And every week he puts out a new episode interviewing whatever comedian is headlining at Comedy at the Carlson. I get a text from Vinny who says, oh man, is Rich fired up about your guy's review of his show. He goes, "It sabotaged the first 10 minutes of my interview. Oh no. <laughs> so of course I'm excited to listen to the show. And it starts off with Rich just kind of hinting at this um, this review that we gave. So to have over 300 and
10: something Podcast, probably three thirty. I'm sure. guessing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And with no guess, sometimes it might get stale. Sometimes it's great.
1: I mean, who says that about their podcast? He's on a show promoting himself. He goes, "We've done it over three hundred episodes. You know, it's not always the best stuff." Why would why would that be thought be in his head? Because you put it there. Exactly. This is exactly <laughs> right. So what I found out, I, I spoke with Vinny yesterday. What I found out was. They had like a 10 minute long preamble before they started recording. that talked nothing but about our podcast. And then they weren't going to get into it on the show. They didn't right. want to talk about it. Nor and, should they. Nor should they. Or give us publicity. But then Rich can't help himself. This is a little bit of a longer segment. But just listen to how this slowly builds into fuck us. Because it's really hard to just
10: do that many podcasts with the same person and come up and be fresh every time you do one. Of course. Some are gonna be better than others. So what's weird is, someone might listen to one or two, or maybe five, and then give a review on it. Who the fuck do they think they are, (laughs) okay? (laughs) Who the fuck could you possibly think you are to come after two well-respected, well-established comedians Throughout the business, right? <laughs> throughout the business, and, and Mark say, just threw his Kleenex. And, and, and say, "Oh,
1: well, your podcast
10: is stale. Go fuck." Don't yourself. turn
1: that on. <laughs> <laughs> so he did tell us to go fuck ourselves. Sounds like you struck a nerve. Yeah, I, th- I think we struck a nerve. What's hilarious is this is about a fifty-minute-long interview. They tend to like keep coming back to this over and over again a few times. So I have a bunch of clips here. Oh boy. Yeah. What's interesting to note is. He's not very good at defending himself. If he wanted to say why his show is good and why our show is bad, that would be a good retort. But he does not have that retort. First off, here I have a, a clip of what I, I call Old Man Voss explaining what's wrong with the internet. And that's what's wrong with the internet. It gives fucking morons a platform. Right, because because <laughs> only that fucking bradyac should be able to speak to the oh, masses. man. It gives morons a platform. I gotta tell you, I've never seen... I got so much response from people a couple of weeks ago that said, I can't even listen to the show because of how Voss speaks. He is so difficult to listen to, this fucking guy. But we're morons. We shouldn't have a platform.
7: So then he goes on to say this. Rich is upset about something right now. I'm not
10: upset. I'm just giving an opinion. Okay. Because okay. it really doesn't fucking matter. If in the, At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it, what does it matter? Some guy in his basement. Carl. Giving, is that his name? Yep. That in his, his basement, actually I, in his basement. In his basement, <laughs> giving an opinion on something that we're not going to stop doing.
1: When he says something that we're not going to stop doing, I assume he means making unlistenable podcasts. <laughs> Is that what he's talking about? Did I tell him to stop making podcasts?
2: I'm just so surprised that he even gives a shit. Me too. What we think at all. Why would he care? He's obviously doing well for himself.
1: <laughs> apparently he was on the Brother Wee show earlier that morning and someone called in to talk to him about our review yeah. of the show. So I guess he came to Roger at the just the wrong time. Because apparently uh, <laughs> this is the thing that's going on. Then he starts to talk about how we're not famous and we're not in show business. True. And I thought this was a pretty funny quip from uh from Voss.
5: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Got you all upset again. No, I'm not upset.
7: I didn't say anything uh, about your podcast, relax. I don't
5: care.
1: <laughs> say whatever you
10: want. It's I, great. I'm bringing attention to a guy that listen, blame Andy Warhol. Okay. Okay. His 15, 15 minutes, minutes he's at yeah. 12 minutes right now. <laughs> He's at 12 minutes. You hear that, Carl? You're at 12 minutes. After son. you do That's 300 funny. podcasts by yourself without guests, then talk to me.
2: Oh, my gosh. You've got, what, three minutes left?
1: I got three minutes left in <laughs> my 15 minutes. Oh, boy. I think he might be right about that. That sounds pretty accurate. Yeah. I would think so. Absolutely. Although, I will say that if you guys listen to our Anthony Kumi appearance just now, Anthony agreed to do our show. Well, and we'll see. So that's a pretty big guess. So that might be the final two and a half minutes of my run here when, oh, when we yeah. get Anthony on the Should show. Should be a
2: good two, two and a half
1: minutes. That'll be a fine two and a half minutes. So anyway, Three. anyway, I thought that was really funny. He says, after he's done 300 podcasts by himself, then we can talk. What kind of rule is that? Why do I have to do 300 shitty podcasts in order to have a conversation with this fucking idiot?
2: Well, it doesn't make any sense. There's not a number of podcasts anybody has to do. In fact,
1: a lot of people should do zero.
2: But right. you'll stop when you're ready to stop and hopefully be really I thought the
1: entertainment industry was about quality over quantity. Nobody is begging for more Star Wars prequels. Why can't we make episode 1.5? Nobody wants to see that. They want quality, Rich. I've made over 300 podcasts. Did ya? They all suck. What do you want? He's got
2: the Opie mentality about that. I
1: do like that he says in that earlier clip, listen, maybe if you listen to one or two or five, you'll think that the show sucks. He wasn't being ironic with that either. It's like, you can listen to five whole episodes of his show and think it sucks. That's a problem. Yeah. It's not good. He brags about how many downloads they get. This show is, is pretty funny. I recommend people check out Comedy at the Carlson Cast with uh, Vinnie Paulino and Brian Ball. Our buddies over there. Definitely worth checking out every week, but especially this week with uh, with Rich. Um, and then they go on longer. They're talking about other stuff. And you could tell this is just in the back of his mind. I'm just fucking a repetitive
10: cunt, and my podcast stinks. Yeah. If you're reviewing my podcast, you are 100% right. It's fucking <laughs> moldy and stale.
6: Oh. Isn't that funny? Like,
1: Oh, my God. It's, it's almost <laughs> like that thing where it finally comes around to acceptance. You know, it starts with anger, and then it's, like, depression, and then it's, like, acceptance. He went through the seven stages. <laughs> he went through all of them with Vinny Paulino on the show. And then I thought this was odd. This is why I had to talk to Vinny on the phone yesterday. Out of nowhere, he starts making fun of my band. Now, they didn't talk about the fact that I'm in a band or anything about that, the whole show. And all of a sudden, this comes up. Uh, review that. Review that roast. If you like reviewing.
9: You son of a bitch. If you're a revo- <laughs> reviewer,
1: you know. I should mention that he's talking about the Rich Voss roast that he's really proud of, and they're just talking about it, and then all of a sudden he goes, review that. Like, I did something that was good. You can't find fault in that thing. He's like, Rich, I know you're a good comedian. I told you, I've seen you before. I think you're a good comedian. I think your podcast sucks, that's all. All right, anyway, so getting back to this. And maybe uh, plug when your
10: band will be playing in the room here to 12 people. Uh, I'd like to come see it. I hear you're a good guitar player. I always like to see a good guitar player. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does he have a good voice?
7: No, it doesn't sing. It doesn't sing. Oh, wow. What? It's purely instrumentals, Rich. The whole band is purely instrumentals. I'll tell you, growing up myself. If you didn't know what was going on, you would not
1: know what was going on. Yeah, no. What a weird conversation. This guy starts off by not mentioning me and all just going, you know, if you wanted to review this show, then who the fuck are you? And fortunately, Vinny's there to say... That's Carl from Who Are These Podcasts. That's what we're talking about here. Because Rich was just going to ramble on and out about the shit that's in his mind and nobody else's. Right. So weird. Um, Unfortunately, because I was turned on to the show, Comedy at the Carlson cast is going to cut some shrapnel now. Why? Because I got to play. They always do 10 minutes before the guest comes in. And they're talking about this contest that they have. Showmageddon. I gotta play you this setup. This is, this is Vinny explaining
7: the Showmageddon contest. There is one week left to put in your proposals for Show My Computer, Nick. Showmageddon 2018. For those of you who don't know what that is, allow me to explain it. It is a showcase showdown, a stand up showcase showdown. We are giving four enterprising performers the opportunity to have their own showcase inside of our Rickles room here at Comedy at the Carlson. If you would like to, Apply. We're looking for original, new, fun ideas, things that maybe haven't been done anywhere else before that uh, you think will draw a crowd and be uh, a good, entertaining show. All
1: right, so the contest is you have to write in and tell them a show that you'll perform at their venue that will bring people in. They even go as far as to say this.
7: So you have till next Friday to submit. You can submit by emailing carlsoncast at gmail.com. What we want is the name of your show. We want to find out you to explain what the idea is, and we want you to explain how you're going to market it and how you plan on getting people's butts in the seats.
1: That's not a contest! That's literally called booking a show. That's how you book yourself to perform somewhere. That's not a contest. All right, imagine your music venue. We have this brand new contest. All you have to do is form a band, write a bunch of songs, promote yourself, build a large following, and then submit yourself for a chance to be booked in our show where you'll bring out tons of people and the venue will make a ton of money. That's the contest that we're doing. <laughs> when you put it that way. That's how <laughs> contests work, guys. They're, they're literally explaining if you have an act that people like. That's how you book yourself somewhere. Right. I guarantee this is Mark Impolino's genius idea.
5: Oh, Mark Ippolito. I love Online. Mark.
1: Mark's the boss, but that, that's not a contest. Um, all right. Sorry, guys. Check that show out, though. It's a lot of fun. Moving on. We won't be welcome there anymore. Oh, I don't i don't think that's true. Gary Goldman's coming up. I'm, I'm expecting to be comp tickets for that. <laughs> <laughs> Go on expecting. Does he have a podcast, Gary Goleman? Anyway. Oh, my God. There is a show that I wasn't aware of, Wicked Theory Podcast. I'm aware of it now. It has hosts Bill, Bob, Ed, and Uncle Jay. And they do reviews of all sorts of things, movies or video games or whatnot. They reviewed who are these podcasts.
6: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I can't imagine what they could possibly say about us. Well,
1: you're about to find out. (laughs) I do have some clips on here. One that I'm going to keep as an ISO as they're explaining our show.
9: So this podcast now is blowing up. That is
1: right. Hey, blowing hey. up. All right. This is, I'm not sure which guy this is, but I am a fan of, uh, of this review.
9: Which is called, Who Are These Podcasts? And these guys pretty much, quote unquote, review podcasts. <laughs> oh, you know yeah? what I mean? So like they're kind of like, you know, they're shit talkers for the most part. Don't get me wrong. But they're fully aware that they have no right to be doing that. Okay.
1: And that's the thing that Rich did not pick up on. Right. Obviously. This guy picked up on it. Rich is like, wait until you do 320 shitty podcasts with your wife from your living room. Then we can talk. It's like, "Very Rich, come on, man. I, I, Rich told Vinny before they recorded the show, just because he was on Anthony's show doesn't mean he's in show business. No fucking shit. Right. You think? I'm pretty aware I'm not in show business, dummy. Uh, anyway, here's more on uh, the review of WATP.
9: And now okay. it becomes apparent when you listen to a couple of episodes because immediately which you kind of want to be like, well, who the fuck are you, jerk If you sound just as shitty as the podcast you're reviewing or you're, you're giving crap to. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just it. And that's it. That's exactly it. They're fully aware that they have no right to be doing that.
2: Check out the big brain on bread.
10: You're a smart motherfucker. That's right.
9: <laughs> All right. That
1: <laughs> needs no explanation or analysis. This next clip is the best compliment this show has ever received.
9: So, uh, so these guys, they, they, but they kind of like, they get it. They're not stupid. You know what I mean? These guys are listened to a ton of radio. We're not stupid! Hey! Hey!
1: You know what I say to that? <laughs>
3: victory lap, victory lap. Carl's taking off, victory lap. Listen to all the shows. Then he'll tell you why it goes. Sit back.
1: It doesn't hurt, though, that this guy is a Howard Stern fan, knows Opie and Anthony. And so he listened to, I think, those two episodes of ours. And that's probably why he was on board, because he does say this.
9: Given Howard shit about things or, or Opie some shit about things, I kind of agreed with it all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Opie's fucking podcast right now is, is, is a hard thing to listen to. It's pretty much terrible. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> I, I think we're all on the same page. And that actually leads me to Jim and Sam. Jim Norton and Sam Roberts have a morning show on SiriusXM on Faction Talk, which used to be Opie Radio, which before that was the Opie and Anthony channel. I don't have to go through any more history on this, do I? No. All right. So these are the guys who are left over from all of the mess that the end of the Opie and Anthony show has made. It's Jim Norton, who we love. Yes, we do. He's his uh, other persona, Chip Chipperson. Might mm-hmm. like it a little bit better. Watch but, every week. But they're both amazing. And then you have that little weasel Sam Roberts, ah. who I've talked about a few times. Sam Roberts is fucking Switzerland, and it's so annoying. I don't have an opinion on any of this. <laughs> then what are you doing? You're fucking half the show. Anyway, I uh, Jim said something. I, I, called, I pointed this out when I was on The Anthony Show, if you listen to that just now. But this is Jim explaining why they like to make fun of Opie. People, but, what did he say? Something about, like, uh, you know...
10: Um, You know, I've moved on, but those guys are obsessed with me. You know, just uh, like me and Anne are obsessed with him. It's fun mm-hmm. to make fun of you. You're I fun see. to make fun of.
1: I love that. I couldn't have said it better. When I heard him say that, I was like, yes!
6: Yeah.
10: He's
1: a lot of fun to make fun of. He is. I mean, he just really gives you a lot of fodder. He does. And this is Jimmy. You know, Jimmy used to be so mean. He's changed over the years. But well. this is Jimmy back to being mean again. So I had to pull this clip. I love this. Uh, And as far as
10: pushing this, he thinks I'm pushing this narrative that his podcast sucked. I never said his podcast sucked. I actually said, you fucking dumb autistic, if you'd pay attention. I actually said that the radio show you were doing in the afternoon was funny. And I thought you did good on it. And it was like you sounded happy and you sounded comfortable. The podcast, well, if you want to set up a mic in the middle of a table and have eight guys yelling at
1: each other and hope that people can pick it up, that's your business. (laughs) 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 Oh, I love it. Uh, And then... So, everyone has piled out on how terrible Opie's show is, right? Right. I mean, Anthony went through the whole Opie challenge. Oh, yeah. That video is up to 150,000 views on YouTube, which is great. Opie, if you didn't hear it in a tweet, challenged you to tell him something that was consistently more funny than Opie radio. And there were a lot of uh, very creative... He's just opening up (laughs) a lot. The dumbest thing. Oh, my God. Speaking of dumb... This is what Dummy Sam says. You don't think anybody ever said the podcast sucked? Uh Uh-oh, retard alert. (laughs) Retard alert, class. Sam, no one ever said his podcast sucked? That's all we're saying. That's all anyone's talking about. Opie was off for nine months, didn't do anything, came back and put out the worst podcast. That's what we're all talking about. And Jim Norton... Is, he piles on quite a bit. I didn't pull a ton of clothes. I just have one more on here. This is Jim talking about how much it's catching out with social media. I don't I, I encourage people run to his podcast and enjoy. Right. I'm not one of these
10: people, how to listen to it. There's enough clips with three likes. I mean I get it. Be, believe
1: me, social media is grabbing it and running with it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, mean Jimmy. Ugh, love I it. love Jimmy Norton so much. Uh, I do I do love that uh, he's back. When I hear that, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> oh. So that can only mean one thing. It's time for... Opie Radio. Oh. The Opie Radio
5: Podcast.
1: We went to New York City. We flew there. I had a lot of time with my earbuds, and I wanted to be prepared for Anthony. So I listened to full episodes of Opie radio to get caught up, ready to go. And while I was doing that, I would just take little notes from time to time. I'd like, oh, I should go back and clip this. So I have two episodes here. Episode 27, called Headhunting in Philadelphia. Episode 28 Philly topping out at 71 miles per hour. And this is Opie's adventures and shenanigans at the podcast movement conference that we've all been talking about. And, of course, Opie's at this conference that he is way too good to be at. Right? Right. Right. And he sits on this panel. This is him talking about interviewing people. And why he's so good at interviewing people. And again, this sounds like garbage, but it's audio from him being at this event. So they're in a room in a hotel somewhere. It's a perfect
2: place to do a podcast well, when there's like thousands of people around.
1: Yeah. Well, this one, there's definitely not thousands of people because you can hear the reactions. But <laughs> this is Opie talking. Because this is actually Opie on a panel with Carl Ruiz, Tim Sabian sitting in the front row. And he explained this whole thing. But this is storytelling. Ah. This is the panel on storytelling that they bring Opie You know, Anthony and I were talking about this. And he starts to talk about his interviewing technique. So this there, is him there is one? This is him talking about interviewing Robert O'Neill, who was the Navy SEAL who killed Osama bin Laden. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. This is him talking about that interview. about so it's hilarious to me that opie thinks he's some master interviewer like i was just shooting the shit with this guy i went back and checked out that interview on youtube rich voss is in studio of all people huh? and he's asking opie had pneumonia the week before and he's asking rich voss to spell pneumonia while well, he's got this fucking Robert O'Neill guy on to talk about his exploits over in Pakistan. And Opie's going, do you even know how to spell pneumonia, Rich? Oh, I'm going to make this guy look dumb. Opie, you're dumb. What are you doing? But then he's on this panel going, I'm such a great interviewer. This guy wanted to come in and talk about how he killed Osama bin Laden. I was talking to him about fruity drinks and about how his summer's going. And, yeah. you're, and you're excited about that?
2: Who gives a shit? You're
1: taking credit for that? And then... Carl Ruiz to the rescue because it's been well-documented that Opie does not prep. We've, we were talking about that with the Ray Liotta stuff. Oh, yeah. And that whole incident. This is Carl Ruiz trying to pick up for his buddy Opie, and I don't know how long Carl's going to last doing this.
9: In all honesty, Opie, Opie <laughs> prepares. Um, he's, a, he's a natural talent. I mean, I've, I've done a lot of interviews with other media and stuff. Opie, I mean, he's one of the best. I mean, it's, it looks effortless.
1: So he starts that with, in all honesty, Opie prepares, which you know is bullshit. Right. Why do you have to start it with, in all honesty? And then he catches himself. He's like, well, no, he doesn't. So he goes, well, he's, just a, he's just a natural. He's just a natural talent. He can just have a conversation with someone. No, it's always awkward. It looks effortless because there's no effort. <laughs> it's 100% effortless. <laughs> that is very true. So Opie just did a panel on storytelling for some reason. God knows why. And then they're back out on the floor of this convention bullshitting, and whoever they're talking to, it might be Ken Cage, who's the host of Airplane Repo. Anyway. Never, heard, never heard of it. Anyway, it's it's some show. I don't know who this guy is, but... Listen to what this person says.
7: Okay, I, I like the fact that you guys just did a panel on storytelling. And we're, we're sitting here and we're, we have told absolutely no stories. We're completely just bullshitting. This is the greatest thing in the world. That's how we do it.
1: So let me break that down for you real quick. Okay. They explain how storytelling is what gets you into a show or engaged with audio. You people love storytelling. Yeah, that's what you want. This guy goes, well, we just did a panel about how important storytelling is and we're all just bullshitting about nothing. And then they try to turn it into like, isn't that great? No, it's not great. It's, it's like not great. You watch a lot of those prison shows. I watch a ton of prison shows. behind the scenes prison shows. And do you ever hear the prisoners say they tell us when to go to bed? They tell us when to get up. They give us the food. We have no choice over it. Isn't it great? It just takes all that shit off of my mind. I don't have to worry about it. No. So you're trying to turn this fucking piss into lemonade, and it doesn't work that way.
2: It doesn't. And you know, I do listen to the Moth podcast. Okay. And that is a podcast about storytelling, and it is done by people who are amateur storytellers. Do they
1: just bullshit the whole time, or do they no. tell, oh, they tell stories?
2: They have their story prepared. It's it's got to be, I believe, a true story about their life, and they advise them to have a beginning. A crescendo, and then an
1: end. (laughs) Like what Anthony was talking about. Exactly. Storytelling.
2: But it's all very, there's a story with some drive to it.
1: Here is a clip. They're talking about one of the people went to a panel discussion around monetizing your podcast. And they learned that once you get to a 1,000 downloads per episode, you can begin to monetize. And they think this is just hilarious and start riffing on that. Hey, Carl, we're over 1,000. Do you feel like you, you made, it, made it I mean, I don't know if 2,000 thousand's over 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
7: you know the haters are going to go with that.
6: See, they admitted
7: it! No, it's not. It's a lot. No, it's like 3,500. <laughs> we're doing pretty well
1: considering we just started. I don't know. I think they were talking about me just now. <laughs> you know, the haters are going to go that. I thought that was funny because Carl Ruiz is just naturally a funny guy. He just wants to say the thing that's funny. Right. And Opie is so unattracted to funny. The guy goes, well, I don't know if 2000 has anything to brag about. And Opie goes, yeah, but we're, we're doing pretty well. I mean, we just started, but we're doing pretty. It's like, okay, Opie, we, we know. We know your show is doing pretty well. It's fine. And this is the other thing that Opie does. This is going to the next episode, but his narrative is always so inconsistent. It always seems like bullshit. Like he used to say, you know, fuck management. We don't care when they're at serious. Right. We don't care about management, what they're saying. And that was when the show was good. Right. And then the show got bad. And he was going, man, management's loving what we're doing, man. It's like it always seems like it's the opposite yeah. of what's really going on. So this is just more inconsistency because we've listened to Opie shows where he explains that we're getting tons of downloads. Westwood One loves the numbers. I showed Carl the numbers the other day. And then he says this. <laughs> it's just
8: depressing. Like there's a lot of like people here that are are trying to get their podcast off the ground. And they're hoping to get a a 1,000 downloads per episode. And I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, we're doing way better than that, and we're not happy.
1: Wait, you're not Uh, happy? I I thought everything was going great, Hope. uh, I thought management, I thought Westwood One was stoked about it. I thought everyone was excited. They even have sponsors now.
2: He's so weird, though,
1: because... (laughs) You think?
2: These are people who are people like
1: you doing Mm -hmm. a podcast out of your house.
2: And he's giving them shit about their listenership. He's been a broadcaster for decades oh and he's like railing on the little guy little guy
1: well this this right here is an amazing clip so now they're at this convention they're just like out on the floor somewhere where i imagine everybody's got their little booths set up and you can walk around and learn about whatever shit you try to sell to podcasters i don't know what that might be equipment or sponsors i don't know i don't go to these things Jen. i'm not part of the scene as you know yeah so, this is an amazing clip where Opie really explains. He's just so unself aware. And I talked about this on Anthony's show. He's confused that people aren't podcasting at a podcast convention. Um, this yeah, so brain into this one. <laughs> do you hear a lot of people just babbling?
8: You know what? There's what do you Babbling are? But they're not even talking into microphones. Why have a conversation if you're not recording? Why? It, because once, once,
9: once Westwood One told them a thousand was successful, they stopped trying. <laughs> <laughs> Now they're just basking in their glory of their thousand followers. This has to be your worst nightmare.
8: (laughs) (laughs) It is. A hipster convention with a bunch of backpacks. I'm I'm, I'm confused in a lot of ways because uh, I really love doing this. Right. But I'm realizing my fellow
5: podcasters are
1: (laughs) zeros. Oh, oh my God. He lacks self-awareness. That's amazing. Wow. He's looking around at everyone. He's going, these people are just babbling. They're talking at a convention, right? That's exactly—it's a networking event. Do you know what networking is? Opie says, "Why have a conversation if you're not recording it?" Does he think a podcasting convention
6: is
2: a place you go to podcast? Yes, from? because he that's literally thought—he
1: literally thought—he's—he's he's looking around and he's going, "Why aren't people turning on their equipment?" I, I just don't get it. That's so weird. That is so strange. It's so strange. Listen to this clip where people are noticing other people in the room, and he takes offense to that because he's obviously the biggest star. They have no clue what they're doing. <laughs> this
8: lady's talking with her hand. No one cares what you're God. saying. Stop. Stop. What the? <laughs> they don't care. But you're blocking. You're triggered. You're literally. You're a snowflake triggered. <laughs> <laughs> Because everyone's getting louder. Think you like a twelve-year-old. The Fortnite, playing Fortnite. Oh record. man, don't even start. What, what is my that? kid? Oh, my kids play that nonstop. How They're old extreme. are your kids? Uh, the boys are sixteen and fourteen. Oh, okay, because my oh, t- why? Why? Yeah, of course. Take a picture of her. We're the big stars here, ma'am. Do you no, realize I don't that? don't know us. Turn around, look. Excuse me. Take a picture of a... us. Yeah. Thank you. We're big can stars. this way, so I can get all this uh, Sure. Yeah. All right. Thank you.
1: So Opie is doing this shtick. Where, and it's like kind of old O&A shtick. Right. Even though he accuses the other guys of still doing the O&A thing. He's going, we're the big stars here. You know, he's kind of trying to say it ironically. Right. Like, we're the big deal. And he's trying to get loud. And Carl's like, all right, man, you know, you're making a scene. But listen to Opie. I don't know if you picked up on this. Listen to how he loses his confidence in a millisecond. He is yelling at these people who are taking pictures. And then as soon as they notice that he's yelling, he gets real quiet. Excuse me, take a picture of us. Excuse me, take a picture of us. (laughs) That was fucking amazing. That is Opie in a nutshell. I'm a big fucking deal, man. I stop on homeless people's cakes. I'm the destroyer. Take a picture of us. (laughs) Excuse me, take a picture of us. (laughs) You're not charismatic. No, you're Uh, not. You know what I think? (laughs) This dude is fucking corny. Anyway, so that that was amazing. That's... That's worth listening to fucking three and a half hours of Opie radio in New York City when I'd rather be listening to anything else. Keep telling yourself that. That clip right there. That's fucking brilliant. Um, This is more on Opie just getting pissed off at everyone around them.
8: Holy right Now they're doing shout outs. That's great.
9: But I don't know why my podcast isn't what do taking off. What you they taking off? A thousand no. followers. you <laughs> I just simply don't understand. This is a giant participation trophy.
8: <laughs> I haven't seen one of these podcasters turn anything on. What are you doing here?
9: I mean,
1: I, I want to think that's shtick, but he really doesn't get it. I He really thinks that everyone just podcasts with a remote microphone and walks around podcasting. You're the only one who does that, Opie. It sucks.
2: Yeah. It's
1: not good. Most people actually have like a studio in their house.
2: That's alarming a little bit. I feel like you may need a mental health check now Oh, wow.
1: (laughs) No shit. But I was just very surprised that that was the thing that he latched onto, that he was the only one podcasting. It's a noisy room. It's not a good place to podcast. Right. That's obnoxious to listen to. Yeah, no one can hear what you guys are talking about. And even in that clip that I played earlier, where he's like, "We're big stars," in the middle of that, they started talking about it, the other guy's kids playing Fortnite. Like your show is not good. No. You don't have entertaining content. Opie, did you ever listen to the Opie and Anthony show when you were on that show? That's what good shows are. Right. That show was fucking, it was the funniest radio show of all time. B- and now he's talking about Fortnite with some nobody and complaining about other fucking zeros at a podcast convention.
2: Do you think that he actually has ever listened to another podcast outside of his No! Own?
1: I don't think he has. I don't think he knows what podcasting is. I'd agree with that. It doesn't seem like he does. They're in an elevator at one point talking to these women who are botanists and are talking about their podcasts about growing plants and shit. Yeah. And he's like, fucking idiots. What are we doing here? It's like, Opie, that's what podcasts are. There's niche content for people. It's extremely niche and it finds an audience. That's why podcasts are great. Like, if you want to shit... On Opie, you listen to this podcast. <laughs> it's a niche audience, but it's growing.
2: Well, yeah, it's getting pretty big, actually. All right, this
1: is—they're um, talking about how terrible Opie is at the panel discussions. So I, they play a little bit of the live stuff where Opie's answering questions, but then Carl lets on what really was going on on this panel, which I think is hilarious.
8: Right. Every, every question they would ask
5: say. Opie, they would ask Opie a question, and he would literally just Whoa. look at the at the person and just go, "You
9: know what? That's a great question. I don't know." <laughs> like four fucking times.
1: <laughs> That just shows you how terrible Opie is. People are asking him questions. He's the expert. He's the radio star. I was number one in this market on the radio. What am I doing here? He literally says. Yeah. And then he's on a panel and someone asks him a question. He goes, I don't know. (laughs) That's not what panelists are brought in to do. You're supposed to be an expert in your field. And then he goes on to say that he's so smart. He doesn't want to let the competition know his ideas because they're so great. Uh. So on this panel... (laughs) He explains what his approach was. Oh no, because here's the other thing. Like, when,
8: you're, when you do this, like, I got real ideas. I'm not sharing it with other people because they're the competition in the end. So I gave him some of, some of my shittier ideas that I already did a long time ago. Yeah, try this. It worked for me 10 years ago. It's not going to work now, though. The whole world has
1: changed, you silly goose. So again, this is Opie talking about how I have all these amazing ideas. We're going to do all this great stuff. I'm not even going to tell you guys about it. It reminds me of when Anthony was talking about Opie would say, We did another hour on the street and it was gold. And Anthony's going, Oh, that's not gold. My finger's turning green here. (laughs) Like you get to see now that when he was talking about how great these conversations were with him and Vic and Sherrod and Carl. That they weren't. Now we're actually hearing them. They're not interesting. Right. And everything that Opie says he's doing or he's going to do, I got all these ideas, everything's so great. As soon as these things come to fruition, we realize that it's not that great. But again, his big claim to fame, because he was never funny on the Opie and Anthony show, so he has to take this credit for the fact that he was the glue of the show. So this airplane repo guy, Ken Cage, starts kissing Opie's ass and Opie loves this. Loves to get his ass kissed. and he joins right in with us. You're willing to take all the hits, yeah. and the responsibility, but then uh, yeah. you also end up taking all the. Uh, yeah, yeah. You don't get it. You, know, so. you, you
8: take all the hits, but you don't. You don't uh, take the same amount of uh, credit, right? Uh, which is really, really frustrating. So. Yeah. I, I literally held that show together for a long time, and I, that doesn't take away from their talents, but in the end, I held that fucking thing
1: together, because right. I know what the fuck I'm doing. Mm, I don't know about that. Do you hear any evidence that Opie knows what the fuck he's doing? No. Now you're on your own, Opie, able to do whatever you want, and you're broadcasting from a podcast convention.
2: Mm, I don't think that's really what he wants. <laughs>
1: He can do whatever he wants. He's going, I was the mastermind behind all of that. I don't see any evidence of it. I don't see any evidence. One of the things that Opie loves to take credit for is the fact that he doesn't edit the show.
8: You're just walking down the hall. This run is
7: terrible. Miss!
8: We don't edit anything out. We rarely edit. No
5: shit, Sherlock! (laughs) No shit! No shit, Sherlock! No fucking shit, Sherlock!
1: If I heard opie say we edit most of this stuff out Uh, that would be amazing it's very obvious they don't edit anything out it's very obvious yeah this is opie has sponsors now okay and if you're wondering who the audience is that opie attracts i think this read says it all they're fucking dolts and if you go to get quip Dot
8: com That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Opie. That's getquip.com slash Opie. Right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with the Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Opie. That's getquip.com slash Opie. And welcome aboard Quip.
1: How fucking dumb are these people? That's not a difficult URL to remember. getquipcom quip.com slash Opie? No. He has to say it 80 fucking times? It's not difficult to spell either. He spells it out? Well, there's a Q and a U. Holy shit. That's not... Uh, remember when Opie used to... When he didn't know what else to say, he would pick up the phones, he'd go to the phones? Yes. Well, he doesn't have that anymore.
3: Because he's yeah. not doing
1: a live show. On this episode called Philly Topping Out at 71 miles per hour, episode number 28, an hour of the show or more is the drive back from Philly to New York, and it's Carl Ruiz driving, and it's just the two of them in the car. So you can imagine how obnoxious this part of the show is. These two guys who've been spending weeks together are going to come up with some witty banter? Of course they're not. So guess what Opie does? He turns to the phones, in this case... Instagram live. Oh. Because he just needs something to talk about. So now we're listening to an audio podcast of him doing a live video and he's reading comments that are coming in on the video as they're coming in. It's exactly the old format of let's go to the phones.
8: Oh, they're calling it the flying Roland. <laughs> <laughs> There's some funny fucks on the Instagram Live. Oh, that's... Very nice. Uh, How many spare quarts of oil does Carl carry for the Fox? I carry uh, about two and a half quarts. Yeah. How many cigarettes has Carl smoked so far? Well, I got to tell you, people, one cigarette. Carl's cutting down a little bit, I believe. I'm
9: trying to... to, uh,
8: It's too much. And he's got the Marlboro pack where it says in giant letters, smoking kills. Oh, Oh, yeah, we can show it. There it is.
1: There it is. King of all media right there. Wow. Hey, I'm on a podcast talking about a live video that I'm recording on Instagram. That sounded like shit. It's That's the entire fucking show. Is They're in this fucking shitty Volkswagen going 70 miles per hour through fucking New Jersey. This is not a show. Opie thinks every conversation needs to be a show. Yeah. And I will tell you. I was listening to this yesterday. I had an epiphany. Oh. I figured something out. And I figured out Opie's fan base. It's not the old ONA fans. The old ONA fans like edgy and mean comedy. Right. Those people have all moved on. They listen to Come Town now.
2: Right. They're not listening to any of these
1: shows. (laughs) They're definitely not listening to Jim and Sam, which I just played you the only time that Jim's been mean in fucking seven years. They're not playing any of these... They're not listening to these shows. They're just not edgy anymore. Oprah's fans are lonely people. Seriously, think about this. The new format is him having conversations with friends in their car while they're driving, at a bar, at a convention. It's a show for people with no friends. I'm not kidding. I don't think you are. That's who's listening to this show. Just somebody who's just like, oh, I just wish I was out with the guys. I wish I had friends I could call up to go get a beer with. Oh, i listen to the Opie show. Oh my god. Because, you know, honestly, you know, like how fantasy has to be semi realistic in order to get into it? Right. Vic Hedley could be your friend. <laughs> so it kind of makes sense. It's so bleak. But th- that's exactly what this show is. I finally figured it out. Opie is doing this terrible format, and it is for somebody. The
9: lonely I, maybe, people? I was just
1: going to say, I should, I should splice in some Beatles here. Know, why those. didn't you? Well, maybe I will. The thing is, is that I just signed up for our Spotify feed to so wow. be able to hear WATP on Spotify, oh, wow. which Libsyn tells me is important. I don't know. But I had to sign up this thing that said that I don't play any copyright music, and I do all the fucking time. So oh, I gonna, don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to slide underneath the radar or not. You're going to get in trouble. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. At least... Spotify won't try to get me fired, Mm. so it can't be that bad. Jen, that's all I got. I know you wanted this to go very quickly, and it has not. We had a lot to cover today.
2: Well, it's been a big week.
1: It's been a big week. It's been a lot of fun for WATP. We had a great time with Anthony. I cannot wait to have Anthony on as a co-host. And um, who knows? Maybe Anthony Kumi will be in my basement recording WATP with me. Maybe we'll go to an actual studio. I don't know. That'd be so strange. Lots of things could happen. That that would be strange. So I look forward to f- seeing if it happens. Well, we've covered a lot, and that means it's time for the teaser. The teaser.
6: Next week's teaser. The teaser.
1: The teaser. Next teaser. That's right. Last week or two weeks ago, last episode was the first time we did not do a teaser on the show. We're getting back into the format. This is a clip of the podcast. We'll be reviewing next week on WATP, and yes, we're getting out of the ONA universe. Oh, good. I know. It's been too much. It's a lot. It's been a lot. It's been a fucking blast. Don't get me wrong. Very cool, but it's time to to get back to what we do best. Good. And that's making fun of podcasts for reasons outside of the fact that Opie is a terrible person.
2: (laughs) I'm sure you'll touch on that again. Probably.
1: Oh, that just... Is the colonel, even if it fucking clearly is not. Mm-hmm. And isn't even the same one that was being him that was not
0: him last week. Yeah. And so uh, we're fucking with reality.
1: We're destroying people's minds. We're ripping apart the fabric of what this country is supposed to even mean. And, and it's become normalized. Oh, it's... The new colonel is, is normalized. Oh, yeah. It's completely... It's completely...
8: Status quo, mm-hmm. it's normalized to say, hey, this is the colonel, and you could be pointing at this point at a bucket of slop.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, so this is a show called Hollywood Handbook with hosts Sean Clements and Hayes Davenport, and this is a show that's on Earwolf. Okay. It's a very popular show. Have you heard of it before? No, okay. I've never heard of it. Well, it is a uh, it is a popular show. It was uh, sent in as a suggestion from actually multiple people over the years, but recently from Justin Sharpley, who sent this in and said we should listen to the latest episode. So we do have that uh, queued up and ready to go. Let me read you what the concept is of this show. Hollywood Handbook is an insider's guide to achieving your showbiz dreams from two A-list it boys who are living theirs. Hayes and Sean provide an exclusive VIP backstage pass into Tinseltown politics, answer questions from unsuccessful listeners, and bring in famous guests to discuss their craft and how they became what they are, famous. Oh. So it's a comedy show. You can could, you could tell by the description. <laughs> Sounds like fun. The episode we're going to be listening to is episode 250 with guests Mike Mitchell and Nick Widger, and we're looking forward to, I don't know who those people are, I probably pronounced their name wrong, but... We're looking forward to uh, checking that show out. I'm going to actually have a couple of co-hosts next week. We've confirmed Croge, the return of Croge.
2: Hey, We have
1: Andy. 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 (laughs) Do I have that on the board anymore? That's one of my favorite drops. Uh, We have Andy coming back. So it should be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. Right on. Jen, any closing thoughts, any comments that you want to make about our experience with Anthony Cumia and, and the gang?
2: Just, you know, I, I thought you did great.
1: Thank it was, you. It was a
2: time to remember. It really was great. It was
1: really <laughs> it was really an honor
2: to meet Anthony because I'm a big fan.
1: It was an honor to meet And
2: Dave Landau was just the nicest guy.
1: Agreed. I, I have to tell you that in the, the roast that I had put together, I was going to talk about, because it used to be Artie Lang. Right. Was Anthony's co-host. And I had jokes written about... How fall, how far they have fallen from Artie to Dave Landau, <laughs> and then I'm sitting next to the guy, and he's the sweetest guy, and he's like, "Here comes a really funny guy, Carl from WTP." And I'm like, "Oh, I can't, I can't do these." J-. So it's a good thing I didn't even get to him. Right. It's probably a good thing, but we do have a lot to talk about next I'm sure, time. I'm
2: sure he could have taken it if he did.
1: Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. He's he's uh, he's a funny guy. Um, I uh, I do have a lot more things to talk about. So hopefully we'll get back on that show again, or or we'll have uh, Anthony on this show, but. Um, Please join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Parting in the mush bits of morning radio. Your
8: wife it's had vagina still stitches still in her.
3: All of it's bad, none of it's good.
10: What's wrong with that? Who does that? Who puts that out there in the world.
8: It's going be out there forever be more funny Boo! boring
3: thanks a lot carl
5: you know who are these podcasts I don't know. I don't get it. it makes no sense.
1: All right. All
6: right.
2: Thanks, Jen. Thank you. Have
1: a great day today.
2: Oh, I surely will. Okay. Hooray. Bye. It's a beautiful day. Jen has
1: to pee really bad. Uh, she could not run out of here fast I enough. I have to
5: pee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. You're leaving a trail. <laughs>